Rom Companion. Rom Companion. Rom Com. Companion. Rom Companion. Rom Companion. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Rom Companion, the podcast you can listen to alongside your favorite rom coms. Took me a couple times to do that intro because we're not watching a, a traditional rom com today. If you selected the episode, you know that we're going to be watching. Uh, a mini series, so it's gonna be six episodes, and uh, on this mini series, we're gonna be joined f- with a, the same guests for all six episodes. And I want to introduce you all to Kara. Uh, Hi. Hey, Kara, how's it going? Good, good. So before we dive into this, you know, the way I always go into it, I ask my guests, "Hey, uh, uh, what's your favorite rom com? Let's do this." And and you threw a bit of a curveball. You picked a six-hour miniseries. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Why did you pick this over, say, the 2005 version Ooh. or Bride and the Prejudice or Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? Good question. Um, I think this is just truest to the book, which I love the book. Uh, so it's a pretty simple answer, but I just, I love something that like really, I, when I read a book, I want to see it come to life. And so, so you're looking for textual accuracy. Yeah, not necessarily accuracy, but just I want to see a lot of the book mm-hmm. come to life. And I think a lot of times movies really truncate things and they get rid of key elements or key, not even key elements, just like minor characters. I'd say that they I love. trim the fat, but sure, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so the Kira Knightley version, the 2005 version, uh, I haven't even seen it. So you haven't even seen it? No, because I, I I like refuse to acknowledge it. I think that this Pride and Prejudice is like the only Pride and Prejudice. I, I think most people would agree with you. So uh, just so everybody knows, yes, like, you know, uh, uh, I'm not I'm, okay. So I don't read like Kara does. I'm not a book person. <laughs> um, but like I, you, you, uh, I've done plenty of rom-coms in the past that have been based off of John, Jane Austen novels or just based off of Shakespeare, based off of books. And again, I don't read it, but like uh, uh, something that I kind of wanted to blow your minds with here. I don't know if I should have saved it for the episode or say it during the um, intro, but I wrote a paper in college about Pride and Prejudice. What? And I did not read a page of Austin. This book, and I will agree, I think most of you would agree that this is the definitive version and this is the most accurate version. This is what I uh, watched in lieu of reading the book. And guess what, folks? I got an A on that paper. I believe it. Yeah, because I think that they give you everything you need, all the key pieces of dialogue, all the key uh, characters like you uh, mentioned, you know? For sure. And I don't have to suffer through all those adjectives, you know? (laughs) Um, So uh, what is it about the book that you enjoy so much? Because I couldn't tell you. Uh, Again, got an A paper in college, but uh, let's hear about that. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because I actually uh, wrote some papers on Jane Austen Mm -hmm. um, in my master's program for literature. But I, master's in literature. I here. say that, but then I also must confess, and I hope none of my professors are listening to this, uh, I didn't read much of the books either. I would get away with it with like a combination of Wikipedia, Spark Notes, watching the films. Uh, yeah, I was a cheater. What <laughs> are we doing to the future scholars of America? We are encouraging <laughs> them. You know, not only did I get away with the paper, you got away with the whole master's degree in it. Uh, folks, at the end of the day, here's the true thing about college, and maybe you'd agree. Mm-hmm. They're teaching you how to research. They're teaching you how to teach yourself or teach you how to learn. And if we're able to learn using other resources, there like, you, you know, uh, uh, Spark Notes, like Wikipedia, and like films, are, we're just, we're not really cheating so much as we are, you know, doing what we were taught, you know, I'm paying a degree to learn and I learn how to learn. Yeah, it's true. 
Um, so back to your question, uh, what did I love about the book? I actually, so I actually did read Pride and Prejudice uh, multiple times in my life. Okay. Um, so and this I, is one you actually read? Yes, this is one I've actually read. I'm actually right now trying to get through Jane Austen's works entirely as like a, just a pleasure project. Um, it's a New Year's resolution, no biggie. Yeah, no biggie. Um, but what I loved about Pride and Prejudice in particular, and the reason I went back to it, is just it's so good. Uh, so good. <laughs> it's so good. I love the story, obviously. Um, but I also love the wittiness, the like commentary on society that she makes. Mm -hmm. I think it's just mwah, chef's kiss. It's For it those of you that can't see her, which you can't, she just did, a, did chef's a chef's kiss. kiss. Um, great. So uh, uh, glad to hear that we're kind of speaking to a true Austin scholar, a true <laughs> fan of Pride and Prejudice. I could not think of anybody else I would like to uh, have done this with. So that's uh, terrific. Uh, before we get started, anything else you wanted to talk about, like anything else you're kind of working on? Uh, so you have a master's degree. Yeah, I do. Uh, now, and, what good that does, I don't know. <laughs> hey, how dare you? So you're a writer. <laughs> yes. How, 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 how has, uh, I would say, the original rom-com author, right? That's what I consider Jane Austen. Jane Austen, yeah. I don't think anybody else wrote rom coms before her. They were all yeah. rom tragedy, rom dr dr drum, rom drum, rom drums. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so she's the original rom com writer, which is why she's an inspiration to me. I can't wait to crack open one of her books one of these days. Yeah, you should. Uh, but um, yeah, like how how she inspired your writing or influenced you as a writer? Um, you know, that's a good question. I I don't really. I don't really write rom-coms, so that's part of, like, I don't think of her as an influence necessarily, mm -hmm. but I think there's just an element of comedy that she brings to it, and you, it's subtle. Like, you have to kind of... They call that, like, dry. Yes, dry. It's that traditional dry British humor. Witty, yes. I think, but it's there. Mm -hmm. So if you know to look for it, it's... Uh, it's fun. And we'll try to point it out for you dum-dums uh, <laughs> listening to the episode. You're like, I don't think this is funny. I'm like, oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll tell you when to laugh. Um, so, uh, uh, and you studied literature. Uh, any other writers, anybody else that like, they don't have to have made rom-coms, but maybe they just wrote books that like never really Well, I love TV writing. So I'm a big fan of like Michael Shore. Um, oh, okay. So big fan of Parks and Rec, The Office. Okay. Which it's funny because I, you know, those shows have elements of romance, right? And they have element, they are definitely comedies. Um, but I, I do think Jane Austen has had a, had an effect on everything I've, I've watched since. Um, was I, your, was your master's, I don't really know how master's work. Was <laughs> it specifically in Austin or was there like a, a period or was there like a, you, we covered different periods for literature. Uh -huh. So, uh, Jane Austen was like a whole class that I took and we took, um, what I loved about the class, it was Jane Austen and all the interpretations of it. So we, one of us read, um, we all like read different books and presented back to the class on them. So one of them was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Uh, Bride and Prejudice was another one. There's tons of interpretations out there because it's just like so widely. Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. My, my listeners know how I feel about Bridget Jones. Are, how do you feel about Bridget Jones? Terrible. <gasps> Horrible. Oh my goodness. Uh, how about this? Uh, we'll get into it. We'll talk about this. I'll explain why. But like uh, the last of us. Okay. So I did Brid Bridget Jones like I think last Christmas. Okay. And then a couple months ago I did uh, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, the second one. Edge of Reason. Which was even worse. Oh yeah. No, I agree with that. I think anything past the first Bridget Jones is not good. Yeah. But well, we I, can dive into it. We can dive into it. Because like, yeah. uh, I, I got to show off a little bit of uh, Pride and Prejudice knowledge in uh, that Bridget Jones <laughs> episode. But I'll let you, uh, obviously, you know, are going to be the, the true 
uh, expert here today. Yeah. Well, I just love Colin Firth, to be honest. So that's oh, 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 yeah. I was, he's, that's, he did nothing wrong. It's all Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> he's perfect in that movie. True. He's too perfect. He's a, uh, he's a, uh, what's it called? He's a contrived, like, whatever. We'll get into it. We'll get into <laughs> it. Okay, anything else you wanted to add before we uh, dive in? I just want to dive in. I'm excited. Kara, I'm excited to dive in too. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, so if you're going to sync playback, before I click play, I just want to let you know, we're streaming this off of HBO Max, which is like a like a digital remastered, like HD version. I only bring that up just because I don't know if the intro, uh, you know, there's a lot of things when you're watching a, a television series that's different from a movie. It might have like a, a BBC thing that's different from yours. It may have a... Uh, uh, intro, you know, song that's like a little bit longer or shorter than yours. You mentioned that you watched it on DVD. I did, right? Yeah. And I think I saw it uh, in college off of like um, some some like BBC America streaming source. So I'm just saying there's lots of different editions of this. So syncing this up with this might be a little bit tricky. Now that we get that out of the way, let's go ahead and count down. Uh, we're going to resume, uh, start it together in five, four, three, two, one, play. See what I mean? It's like this giant BBC splash page. <laughs> but there it is. Now we got the embroidery. embroidery and we're all started up. Now, how do you feel about this? Colin Firth gets first billing over Jennifer Ale. Um, that's a good question. I I mean Fuck that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she deserves it. She does. She does an excellent job in this. She's uh, the protagonist too. She's now, the protagonist. I don't know if like Colin Firth at the time was a bigger name or bigger draw, but like yeah, I don't know. I think this is one of the things that really brought him into the fold. Um, yeah. So why is his name coming first? I don't know. Boring. Alphabet. Okay. Uh, right. Colin Firth. No, Eel is E. Oh, you're right, Jennifer. So this is just. Well, is a man's yeah. world. Jennifer's just uh, hanging out in it. All right, so we're going to go ahead and dive in. How do you like that theme song, by the way? It's cute. It's cute? I like British theme songs because it's just like a light, night, light, like nice, mellow way into it. Yeah. Even like Game of Thrones, even though it is kind of like long and aggressive, it's just like, let's just ease into this show. Let's ease into this, yeah. You know, a lot of American shows are just like, here's some plot lines, or here, you know, this is my mom and this is my dad, and you really have to like pay attention. All right, so uh, is this how the book starts off? Do we start off with... So the book starts off with the very famous quote. It's a truth universally acknowledged that a man looking for, or a man, no, I'm going to get it wrong. Like a man who owns property wants to get married or something, yes, right? Yes, wants to get married, basically. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yes, it, it essentially starts with this idea that there's this single man in town. Oh, I see. So this is like conceptually, like you have to understand before we even get into the whole family, you got to find like these two rich dudes because yes. these two rich dudes drive Yes, story. it's the whole thing that starts off the, the wow. plot. Wow. So maybe Comfort does deserve to come first. This yeah, is, maybe. He, look, he, this is a very patriarchal um, like society. Yes. And, and like, uh, what it, this is, I know this is England, but like, what would you, what would we call this? Like pastoral England? Pastoral. Okay. Yeah. So in the pastoral system, like men own property and women. Yes. Okay. And women don't own property. Right? And I don't agree with that, okay? Yeah, don't come not... after me. It's the movie. <laughs> or it's the it's the <laughs> show. So whenever I say something like that, we're just commenting on the times. But yeah, and should we cancel? Jennifer, should we uh... cancel Darcy? What's that? Should we cancel Darcy? Yes, I think yeah. we should. Who does he think he is? Yeah. Anyways, uh, we get to see um, Elizabeth now. Elizabeth, yes, yeah, sorry. Very beautiful Elizabeth. Picking flowers in her pastoral... 
So, um... Okay, so I got, I guess, you know, we just got to dive right into it. This is a family with five daughters. Yes. And that's a, why was that a bad thing? I know why it's a bad thing, but I want to hear an expert explain well, it. Well, they can't inherit their father's property. Because they can't own property. So that's the whole big thing is that they need to either marry rich mm-hmm. or suffer the consequences. Essentially, they're going to, they're at the mercy of whatever man comes next. Yeah. And because, Clearly, they this family tried for boys. Mm-hmm. They never got one. And this is why this is so important about especially watching this because you watch any of the other Pride and Prejudice doesn't matter what version it is. They don't explain that to you because there's a lot of context yes. to like the world. And in this show, they're not going to talk about it. they never, because it's such like a, a a rude thing to say, right? It's right. Like, well, they got to get married, or they could be out on their asses. Um, so uh, uh, um, Spark Notes helped me out, and now we have Carrie to kind of <laughs> explain that for us. If this dude doesn't marry, or especially, um, what's her face? Mrs. I love her. What's her name? What's her last name? Uh, are you talking about this main character? Yeah. What's her? No, the mom's name. Bennett. Mrs. Bennett. Mrs. Bennett. I love Mrs. Bennett. Mrs. Bennett is my favorite. But, like, she's on a mission. She knows how things work. If she doesn't get these girls married to, like, landowners, yep. not just nice guys. It has to be landowners. She doesn't get them married to landowners, they are going to be destitute. Hence, she's already talking about how much he has a year, which is like this allowance that they get um, from their their riches, their lands, probably owning slaves and probably other fun... Probably taxes, yeah. yeah. Fun stuff like that. Guys, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I guess to give you context, because I had to do some uh, research myself, think about these folks as landlords. Right. These people own a bunch of land, and then people would, like farm off of it, and you know benefit off of it, and then they get a, a, an allowance. It's funny, but it is. That's what it's called. Yeah, they get like an annual allowance. And so yes, Mrs. Bennett gets it, but she's also obsessed with it, right? Like she is all about all about this guy. He's and I in think town she, right now. she has to be because. There's lots of different ways that they characterize Mr. Bennett, and I think he's supposed to be like playful, and he's like kind of like the classic rom-com dad, where he's just like, "Sweetie, like whatever, I got your back, like I want you to be happy." But I don't know. Hot take: I don't like Mr. Bennett. Ooh. I think he's fucking lazy, and like he doesn't care about his daughters because he's so entitled and he's so privileged. And he lives in his life where it's like, "Well, everything came to me. I don't understand what it is to like have a goal and to achieve it." I'm- fascinated by these hot takes david yeah yeah these are like so not canonical i know i understand that and like uh, uh, uh maybe i'm just looking at it from a 2021 or yeah. 2022 lens you're bringing in a fresh people hate mrs bennett she's supposed to be this laughing stuff people laugh at her right. cause she's like oh can you believe how she's always like flirting with these guys and always trying to set up her daughters and always talking about money and i'm just like oh really you're telling me that the woman who you know has no rights and has no you know she's you know systematically right. oppressed that she would care about these things yeah of course she would care about these things. yeah and no to. it makes sense well like and the, at the time there was this notion of the hysterical woman right and i think she embodies that right she's always hysterical and hysterics about something yeah. and that is like a, commo- a comedic device a commodic yeah <laughs> do you guys do you know the uh historical origin of the term hysterical uh no tell me hysteria uh, actually, I don't know how his, uh, historical it is, but like I know, like around like the late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, hysteria was a term that a lot of doctors used. Just meant that they just needed 
to get a good dickin' down. <laughs> so they used to like prescribe them um, like vibrators. Oh yes. For hysteria. Yes. Like, oh yeah, she's hysteric. Get her a vibrator, and then she'll be fine. You know. So uh, all that tells me if there people are calling her hysteric. That's just uh, more fingers pointed at Mr. Bennett yep. for laying down that lame pipe. There, there's another hot take for you. Mr. Bennett, it. he got five daughters, but he can't fuck to save his life. Well, you know what, though? Well, clearly he did because he's got five. But yeah, but he was like dead fish in it. Right. But also, I will defend him in that he's mocking his wife here, so that's not good. But he actually is secretly doing exactly what he says he's going to do, which is I'm going to go visit this man. But he's being a real, like, bugger about it. Oh, yeah. He's you know being what I mean? a okay, curmudgeon. So, yeah, let's get, do something catch up. We kind of been talking. So a uh, uh, new, new rich man in town, or new landowner in town, they want to they visit. I guess back in the day, all they did was, like, hang out at each other's houses. Just, they call it visiting. Let's, oh, call upon him and have him visit. And uh, they're like, we got to visit with this. And he's just like, you're, you're crazy, babe. Nah, sweetie. No, nah, we're not going to do that. Nah, girls. And he's just like, well, then I guess I'm a bad husband because I already wrote him yeah. a letter last week. And she's just like, Mr. Bennett, like, what the fuck are you like gaslighting me for? Which is true. That's exactly what he's doing. Like, why are you fucking with her emotions? You know this is something that she's caring about and she, he's passionate about. But, like, he goes about the most abusive way to... Right. To give it to her, you know? It's true. It's like, if we were to, again, put it in like 2022 uh, 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 lenses, it's like, you know, she wants to go to Disneyland, Disneyland. And then all you do is like make fun of her. You want to go to Disneyland? Oh, you know, it's for kids, right? Oh, I can't believe you want to go to Disneyland. Don't you have the pandemic right now? It's like, oh, shut up, because I already got us two passes, all right? Right. Will that shut you up now? Right. That's kind of what I read him as. Yeah, it's a classic, like, uh, I haven't seen The Honeymooners, but it sounds like The Honeymooners to me. Like, Ooh, yeah, like yeah. a little bit of a To the Moon, Alice. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, anyways, these, uh, let's, that's not, this, this whole show's not about them. It's about these two, I think, in particular. Yes. We've got Elizabeth and Jane. Yes. All right, how would, I, I know how I would, I'll, I'll do Jane, I'll do Jane. Okay. Jane's like the, the hottest, most eligible bachelorette, but back in the day, there were no rights for her, so like, she was... Like all the all the hunters got their arrows pointed at her. Yes. Well, she's the hot one, but she also is from a family with not much money, right? So, oh, is she the hottest? I would argue no. That's a good point. I forgot about that. Back yeah. then, I guess they didn't marry for love, huh? Right. They don't. They're marrying for status. Status. Okay. Absolutely. She's also really agreeable, which I had to look up a couple of times. It means a lot of different things in this context. Yes. And see, there's the little flash of hysterics, quote unquote, for uh, a mother. She's just exhausted I'm because Ill. she's been yelling all day. Yeah. She's, she's ill. She's ill. Yeah. Yeah, because she's been going through an emotional roller coaster. She's taking some time to self care. I, I applaud you, Mrs. Bennett. Yes. Take that self care. Um, all right. Uh, and then what's Elizabeth like? Elizabeth is smart. And I think that's the key with Elizabeth is that she's smart and that's not a valued asset in this time. So she's got bright eyes right she's intelligent but Women we're expected to be playing piano forte embroidering uh what else did they do rode bikes i don't know yeah but instead <laughs> she's like reading books which is like what the fuck what is that right you and she's reading poetry it's like right. no a book i'm reading about economy of italy and they're like what the fuck <laughs> Oh, tell me about the doctor. Uh, Did you hear that music? Sisters. 
Tell me about the sisters. Sorry, I'm like oh the sisters. Yes, full on, full on and mouthful. the sisters. So we have. I can't remember their names. There's Mary, Lydia, and Kitty. Mary, Lydia, and Kitty. Kitty, which I think is short for Catherine. Yes. So um, <laughs> Kitty and uh, Lydia. Peas in a pod. Yes, peas in a pod for sure. And they're just all about dancing at the balls, having fun. They're they're very frivolous. They're younger in the line of daughters, and in this hierarchy of this time, that's means they're not as important. So they kind of get away with doing more. They can kind of go to balls and just have more fun, even though that pressure of getting married is still on them. Yeah, and um, they kind of are benefiting from the mother's quote-unquote hysterics because right. she wants to go out and socialize and meet boys, and they're just like, ooh, yeah, we want to go out and meet boys yes. and dance. Well, Mary, what about this? Uh, oh, and Mary, oh, Poindexter in the back there, a little sad, sad. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Mary, man. But go ahead. Well, Mary's like your classic spinster, right? Yeah. Like she's. How is she described in the book, though? Uh, similarly, like oh, no. she, like she's not gonna get married. She and she's the one who, more than Elizabeth, is like reading a book, right? And like, the fun, like the the comedic foil here is that she studies a lot, but she's not actually good at what she does, right? So she studies the piano, but when she goes to play the piano, she's not good at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking savage, Jane. Why would you do that, Austin? Why would Jane Austen write her and just like tear her apart like yeah. that? You think well, that there was someone in her life? She was like, all you other bitches trying to pretend to be smart. I'm actually smart. Right. I'm actually writing books and reading books. It's well, and she's the most like Jane Austen. Jane Austen never got married. Jane really? Austen was reading books. Yeah. I I thought Jane Austen was the most like Elizabeth. Well, I think she thinks she's the most like Elizabeth, but in reality, I think she's most like Mary. Oh, no. I feel bad now. We got some, a little bit of a, what's it called? She's projecting a lot of shit, huh? Look at these snobs. All right, so here's the other side. So we have our Bennett family, which is our heroes. And then we have this side. And look at this fucking crooked hat. <laughs> what, is there, what is wrong with your hat? All right, so, um, again, back in the day, all these rich... Are they not, they're not noblemen, are they? Are they gentry? What would you call them? Gentry, yeah. Yeah. All these fucking gentry. All they do is drink wine and dance and party. Yeah. So like and then this, it's this happens like, it feels like this happens every weekend. Yes. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to do. There's no TV, right? There's they no don't work. Have, they they don't can't work. watch Jane yeah. Austen on the BBC. Uh, so what I love is like the different things that they choose to do with their free time. Mm -hmm. which says a lot about their character, right? Yeah. Like if Elizabeth reads too much. It's like a reflection of her character. But like for the men, they have the option of going into the cigar room, right? And playing cards and drinking booze and they can get away from all the women. Uh, but balls are when it's very like, fairly gender equal, right? Like everybody has to do Are they like segregated? They, yeah, they're often There are segregated. male spaces and women spaces? Yes. Wow. And it's such a big deal that they got Mr. Bingley here because it justifies their ball. Yes. Because he's a... Guys, everyone here, think about it this way. All these dudes are like uh, small town, you know, small fish. Yes. And we got ourselves like, this dude's from London. He's got the nicest boots and he's got the horses. He's got more money. I don't really know what he does. Yes. And he brought... His crew, right? So, like, they're they're commenting on this. 
just like... In the book, do they explain why um, Bingley chooses this small town as opposed to staying in London? No, they don't talk about that. I, I think it's like one of those things where it's just like he found an estate that he liked. It's like, you know, real estate, it's hard these days. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, can't afford a house in L.A., so you go a little bit off to the valley. It's like, well, we got this dude, and he's from, you know, Beverly Hills. His name is Darcy. <laughs> All right, so uh, now this is everybody kind of whispering about these two because this is this is her her goal. Well, 10000 a year. It's like double what the other guy has. How much do you think these guys are all making, though, in this town? Say it again? In this town, how much do you think they, like, make? Like, how big of a deal is 10000 compared to them? 10000 nowadays is, like, this is like a millionaire. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. Mrs. Bennett, Mr. Bingley has expressed a wish to become acquainted with you and your daughters. So here's Mr. Bingley. I like Mr. Bingley. You don't like him? I like him. Oh, you do like him? Yeah, yeah he's, he's... First of all, he's cute. Yeah. He's played by um, Crispin Bonham Carter. Crispin Bonham Carter. No relation to Helena Bonham Carter. No relation? Weird, huh? Like, well, like third cousins. Okay. Like really far removed, you know? But I would say like probably not related enough to even like talk to each other. Like, hey, are you an actor? Hey, I was just wondering. I'm trying to get into this, you know, Harry Potter movie. That's so funny. I just assumed they were related. I thought so. Exactly. I, I looked it up and they're very far removed. Third cousins, two generations. Yeah. Anyways, um, um, yeah, he's cute. He's just really agreeable. Yes. And Much like, like Jane. And I think if we were like to pass, fast forward to like 2022, this guy would fit right in. He's just like, oh, really? <laughs> you know, you're, you're from a different culture. You, you know, have different, you know, customs. I think that's cool. That's his whole thing. Like, I think that's cool. I think that's cool. I like to read? That's cool. I like to dance? That's cool. Yeah. Really agreeable. What I love about this scene is just like the distance in these characters, right? The the difference. Like he's so agreeable. He comes to this ball to dance. He dances, and then you've got Darcy, who's just like, no. He's not trying to make small talk. He's not gonna even try to make small talk. He's not trying to network. And I love how again she, we can call it hysterical, but she is you know she's on it, speaking her mind. Yeah. And she wants him to hear because at the end of the day. I don't care how y'all feel about Darcy. We'll talk about him in a second. But what he did there was rude. It was rude. And what she's saying basically is, here's the scolding your mother never gave you. Right? I have never met such a disagreeable man. Yeah. So she's not directly confronting him, but she's like, I hope you overhear it, and I hope everyone else overhears it, because you understand that what he did was, you know, yep. not cool in my book. Yeah, and like right now, he's not so Everyone else is going to kiss his ass. Right. She's he's not, not so handsome ass. after all, right? Like, and he's not, because he's... he's well, that, the, I think the commentary is there that, uh, that uh, Elizabeth makes is that, like, Mom, you only think he's handsome because he's rich. Right, because he's rich. Which I could say, okay, sure, okay, 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 sure. But there's nothing wrong with that, you know? You're allowed to like someone's money. It's true. You're not allowed to treat so- someone poorly about uh, over the money. Okay, but here's our kind of first introduction to Darcy. What do you think about it? <laughs> Sorry, say that again? This is our first, like, introduction to Darcy. Yes. What do you think about him? What do I think about him? I think he's rude. Uh, he comes off as like cold, mm-hmm. rude. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, my working class folk. Yeah, this is like one of the few times we see working class folks in this. Yeah. In they have this a good time thing. too. You know, they're out there drinking it up too. I like, I like the way they party. Yeah. Um, hot take. Hot take. Uh, 
I think I'm Darcy at a party. At least you at a party. You think you're Darcy at parties? Yeah. When I go to a party, and I see everyone dance. You know that meme where like it's like they don't know I could blah blah. blah. <laughs> That's kind of who I am, you know. And in this case, they're like they don't know I own Derbyshire. I feel like they don't know that I'm Lady Catherine de Burr's nephew. What's I forget the name. What's the name of the uh, the sister's husband? Uh, nobody knows his name. Nobody knows his name. He's the, he's the one who's always kind of like yeah I know who he is drunk yeah. at the party mm-hmm. and just like oh I'm here to play cards like let's play cards that's me at a party yeah yeah, yeah. I'm here to play cards and get drunk yeah <laughs> and like uh, I think that uh, a lot of people can write off and I just said he's very rude and I'm very rude at parties that's a very rude thing to like sit and judge people you know yes but at the same time. And this, I, th- I think maybe we're judging people for different reasons. He's judging people because he's got pride. He's pride. Right. And he's just like, I'm better than these people, right? Right. But I am pride in that you're not better than me. Because, you know, when I go to a party, like, you guys can dance. You're not better than me because you can dance. Or, like, right. y'all are playing beer pong. You're not better than me because you can play beer pong. You know, y'all are making out and having sex in the bedroom. You're not better than me because you're making out and having sex in the bedroom. <laughs> y'all are, are, are uh, watching, you know, whatever, right? Like, right. that's the way I see Darcy. Oh, well, that's the reason why I'm like Darcy. But, of course, I don't do it the same way he does. He's rich. He's a right. probably stuck-up snob. Right. And I'm just a snuck-up slob. So different. <laughs> oh, but I love this one here. This is, uh, get ready for this. Uh, his buddy, his best friend. I don't even know why they're friends. But he's just like, dude, let's just go out and dance with these ladies. And he's just like... <laughs> that's a good question. Why are they friends? Because... Contrived. They really... Yeah. I, we think it's the sisters, right? Like... Darcy's interested in them, possibly. I you think, think that's the undertone? I th- well, I think Bingley wants Darcy to end up with one of his sisters. You think, but, I think that's one of his motivations for hanging out with Darcy. Well, I think that that's definitely like an underlying like love triangle. You have been dancing with the only handsome girl in the room. Just so, Jane, most handsome girl in the room. Yep. She's the hottest. She's the cheerleader. And then again, Bingley's just like trying to be a wingman. He's like, "Look, I already got the hottest chick. I feel bad for you, Darcy. But why don't you dance with her sister? Get the second hottest. She's pretty handsome. Handsome enough to tempt me." Very famous quote. Yep. Basically, like, what a oh that one too. I'm not in any. I don't want to humor women who who don't who don't have men after her. Yeah, exactly. So like. There's a lot to unpack there. Yes. Well, like, the biggest thing about it is really just the fact that, like, he is so picky. Yes. And letting it be known. And I think that's, like, super... Think about, and that's not even due in terms of women, because I think that's, you know, it's way too personal. But, like, I wouldn't go to a restaurant and right. be like, everything here is not good. Or I wouldn't right. go to a, 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 camp, a, a shopping store. Like, all the clothes here suck. Right. It's just such a sour puss. It's a, he's a sour puss. But you know what's interesting? What you made me think of is that he's actually got something in common with Mrs. Bennett, which is that Prejudice. I think he takes <laughs> this stuff just as seriously as she does. He takes social graces very seriously. Like he, I'm not going to fraternize with people who are below me. And just as she wants her daughters to marry well. Right? Like, there's this common oh. thread between these two. You think it's like a game-recognized game. Like, you're on the offensive trying to get at me. I'm on the defensive. He's on to the get. defensive. Like, and I, I think it's that because he's... of her, the mom, that he's on the defensive because he mm-hmm. heard her offensive tactic, yeah. which and is you like... you think he cares. She's like, I, if I marry someone beneath me at uh, a lower station, yeah. they're going to talk about me, and I care too much about my good name. Yeah. To say, like, yeah, Darcy marries down. <laughs> really? 
Well, I think there's a spectrum, too, of how much people care about their social climbing and their social status. And I think if we put that spectrum, I think Darcy and Mrs. Bennett would be right at the same point. Ooh, just different ends of it. Yeah. All right, well, um, again, I consider her like the coach, and here's her like kind of halftime get back all right the troops, you know? Guys, let's celebrate our victories. Homeboy was dancing with Lizzie all, uh, Jane all night. Yes. Other guys were like, can I dance with Jane? And, or do you want to dance with my daughter? And she's like, nope, can't pull him away. Good on you. But I think the dumb thing, and this is something that I think um, they also do in the other movies, like Jane doesn't think that he likes her. Right. And Bingley doesn't know that or doesn't think that she, she likes him. They're too polite. They're too dumb. Right. You know, it's like, uh, like, 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 learn to pick up a signal, you know? Yeah. Look at well, her sitting the, there all dumb, like, just like, I don't know if you well, like that's why, have you seen Bridgerton? Uh, no. Okay, you've got to see Bridgerton, because it's like... They have sex, and they're like, I don't know if he likes me, though. It's this plus sex, right? Yeah, but, yeah. like, there's this whole plot line about, like, one of the girls doesn't know how to have sex. And it's, I think about that with Jane and Bingley. I bet you those two don't figure out how to have sex, like, ever. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because they're they're just like so. I think Darcy tells him. I think I I think Darcy would be like, "Hey man, how was the wedding night?" And he was just like, "Yeah, well, we uh, we read a book. We sat in front of the fire. We went to sleep." And he's like, "What happened after that? Uh, We woke up, had breakfast. Wait, wait, wait. You guys didn't, you know? Yeah. Did you get down and dirty? You didn't secure. Well, hey, relax. You guys didn't secure the what? What's it called? Consummate the marriage. Consummate the marriage. You're like consummate. Okay, what is that? Yeah. He has to explain it. To he has to explain it. Yeah, it's like, uh, pull down your trousers. You know, I think that would happen. And then it would be like a wedding fortnight. <laughs> and now see, just, I think there's a parallel here between the scene we just saw. As you mentioned, mm-hmm. Mrs. Bennett is the coach. I think Darcy here is like this very dark horse, yeah, recap coach. Hey guys, so here's what, uh, here's a rundown. Everyone here sucks. Right. Uh, uh, you want to live here, whatever, but like you're not gonna marry any girls here, right? You know, he's nice. She's defending Mrs. Bennett. Yeah, really showed you. What are you about these two? Bingley's sisters. So this girl's not in the movie. This the the one that's married. It's just that. Oh, she's not. No. You only have one of them. Um, again, oh, see, that's me. I'm waking up. I like this guy. This guy's funny. <laughs> he's just what a young man ought to be, Because he's like neutral. Yes. He's completely neutral. Yeah. Well, he's just like. He's privileged, right? Like he's just. He occupies space. Yes. <laughs> but he's never like these people suck too. Like I, he's never like I agree with you, Bingley, or he's like yes. I agree with you, Darcy. He's always just like. How much longer are we going to be here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he's already married, so he doesn't have to worry about marriage. Probably has a nice castle right. in London. Oh, yeah. It probably has, like, some some property. Yeah. And he's just, like... Staying at Bingley's house. Yeah. Which I think goes to show the point of, like, if your society is based on who's going to marry who, mm-hmm. what happens once you're married, right? Like, there's no romance after you're married. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, they don't really talk. Those two don't ever really, like, yeah. you think would, like, you know... So what do you think? Well, they kind of just are married. Yeah. And then they just have five daughters, and then they suck. That's and right. That's a dig on Mr. Bennett. You suck, man. That's true. There's no real romantic marriages shown in this story. Yet. But we'll see. We'll see. We're hoping. 
What order is this in the Austin verse? The third. The third? What came before? Sense and Sensibility. Mm -hmm. And technically she wrote Northanger Abbey before she wrote that, mm -hmm. but that was published after. So okay. Pride and Prejudice was the second book published. But, um, but the third book written. And did people, like, were they, were they like, what's it called? Were they into the romance? Like, wow, Mary for Love? Or was it kind of just like, this is pretty controversial? You know, that's a good question. I don't, I don't remember if Jane Austen became more of like a cult classic after her, mm -hmm. her death. Um, I think she was fairly popular for her time, though. Okay, well, we're at another ball. Hmm? We're at another party. Yeah, we're at another party already. Guys, retire. Like, next party. This one's got soldier boys here. But this isn't a party. This is like a gathering. Oh, Because there'd be dancing if it was a party. Well, hopefully we'll get some dancing going to turn this gathering into a party. But they're gathering with a bunch of soldier boys. Yes. Now, Kitty and... Um, Lydia. Lydia fucking loving these soldier boys. Now, why do they like soldier boys? Because uh, much like... I think it's a, a similar status thing. Soldiers aren't like the gentry. They're not like aiming to get property. They're not as wealthy. Mm -hmm. So there's a little less pressure on them at these functions. So I think they're more free, fall, free caring and... Yeah. Loose, like much like the, the girls. So the two girls... And they can get married to him. Right. You know, what do soldiers want more than anything? Get married. Get married. You know, so this is like, um, I guess like kind of like, if we can't get them married up, at least they marry equal. Because I guess it was, used to be such a burden to get... Say it again? It used to be such a burden to get someone to marry your daughter. I can hear it. It used to be such a burden to get someone to marry your daughter. Yeah, it is. Because you just have to give them, give them stuff for it. Yeah. You can have a farmhouse and 200 a year. To marry my daughter. <laughs> it's the obsession of the show. Although I will say the other thing I'm noticing on this watch is how much there's female friendships. Like we've got the two sisters kind of gossiping. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, Jane and Elizabeth. We've got Lydia and Kitty. Don't forget um, homegirl. Uh, Charlotte Lucas. Yeah, Charlotte. This is Charlotte's dad's house. Yes, that's right. So this, I was Charlotte's dad's house. This is Charlotte's house. Yes. But technically Charlotte's dad's Charlotte's dad's house. owns it. <laughs> this is Charlotte's house. So these girls, it's funny because they're just like coming out of, yeah, well, and they're like, they're no longer children, mm -hmm. but they're, notice they're still hanging out with the children, right? Mm. They're in this like in-between phase. Tweens, we call them tweens. The tweens, yeah. So I love this. Um, I fear their taste is not as fine as yours. Again, everybody's so mean to Mary, yes. except for like these gentlemen. I do like that. Like the dad's a gentleman, this guy's a gentleman, because they know, I guess they, they understand I guess I don't know. You know it gives me little pleasure. Uh, uh, but she's playing the piano, tries her best, bless her heart. I feel bad for Mary. I know Mary. Mary's got a tough, if, if, tough if, lot in life. If Mary is Jane Austen, I would have liked Jane Austen. Yes, I, I would have been best friends with her. Yeah, you would have hung out with her at the party. Would have hung out with her at the party. Right. Yeah. You know. But notice Darcy doesn't hang out with her at the party. But Darcy's, Darcy's like Darcy's a dick you're right he's, he's not just an introvert who needs to find fellow introverts he's yeah. just rude I think if 
Mary was richer, he would talk to her. True. Like, oh, you're not just, you know, Mary Bennett. You're Mary, you know, daughter of, oh, the Bennetts. And they own property in Derbyshire, too. He'd be like, oh, I see you're playing the piano. My sister plays the piano. You know, do you know this song? Right. Perhaps I could give you the sheet music and you can play it for me sometime. Right. You know? So here's female friendship again. We've got Charlotte Lucas. And I think Lucas is a foil to Elizabeth, right? Like, Charlotte's right here talking about, like, well, it doesn't She's matter. She's trying to play the game. Yeah, Charlotte's, Charlotte's playing the game in her own way. Yeah, and, and Elizabeth's like, I don't want to partake in this game. Right. I'm too good for this game. And guys, she's 27. Who? Charlotte. Oh, yeah. She's like... That's ancient in the old old. times. That's old. So she's already kind of considered a spinster. Yes. Who's going to marry a 27-year-old? Again, that's this world. I'm not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to marry a 27-year-old. Um... So here's, again, Darcy, he has something to do, so I guess he comes to these parties also. Right. But, like, I think if he stayed at home reading a book, he'd be so much happier. Right. And he's kind of, uh, listen to that. Every savage can dance. That's me. (laughs) I mean, anybody can grind on the dance floor. I just choose not to. It's not because I don't, it's not because I'm scared. But I love this moment here. See, like, this guy's just a nice dude, too. He's just agreeable. Yeah, he's like, there's dancing, and there's two people not dancing. Why the fuck don't you dance together? How yeah. old is Darcy? How old is Darcy? Yeah. I think he's in his late 20s, early 30s. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And how old is uh, Eliza? Elizabeth? Yeah. Eliza. Elizabeth. 18. Eliza. Lizzie. Um, <laughs> 18. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Yeah. So they're age appropriate. Yes, okay. for this time period, for sure. Because I know, like, in Emma, it's like a 40-year-old dude and like yes. a 20-year-old girl. Yeah. Not I think so. Darcy might be in his 30s, but it, it goes to show, like, the time period, for yeah. sure. Also, also, he looks like Colin Firth, though, so he's good. I know. He can get it. He can get it. He can get it. But who could object to such a partner? Hey, Darcy? Beg you would excuse me. I love this guy. Capital. 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 Which I guess means like, dope, 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 dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like after a really awkward situation. All right, dope, dope. dope, dope. I'm going to go see my daughter. <laughs> Lydia, you guys want But uh, here's the thing that's weird about this dude, and honestly, this is also me. Mm-hmm. She straight up turned him down. Yeah. He didn't ask her to dance. The dude was trying to be like, set him up. Y'all should dance. Y'all should dance. No, no, no. Come on. Like everybody, like, like oh, you don't know Elizabeth. Everybody loves Elizabeth. She's my, you know, daughter's best friend. You should dance. And then she was like, hey, hey, hey. I never said I wanted to dance with the guy. In fact, I'm fucking leaving this conversation. And that makes Darcy go, oh, well, what, we, what do we have here? Yeah. What hard to get. Yeah. Women are usually fighting over the chance to dance with me. Right. And then I usually say no to them. That's true. And now. Now you're turning me down, and look at him. He's got that little, like... He's got the glare. Oh, I never. The male gaze. Yeah. All right, so actually, something about this, and this is something that uh, I've always had a problem with with every single interpretation of Jane Austen's works. What's that? Uh, With the exception of Clueless, it's, like, almost always male director, male writer, male Mm. gaze, off of a very 
female focused female focused book yeah and mm. female written book yeah yeah so how uh uh um that's a good point. I didn't even think of that because Andrew Davies directs this. Andrew Davies wrote this? Wrote this and directed it, right? He kind of sucks. No, some guy named Simon Langston. Okay. Know. Yeah. And I think Andrew Davies sucks. You do? Yeah. What else has he done? Uh, <laughs> Bridget Jones. Oh, he did do Bridget Jones. Yeah. Okay. He's, and like, I don't know, I think he's probably like understood, recognized to be like the leading, you know, the leading um, uh, uh, Pride and Prejudice scholar. Yes. But I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> you, you. You don't get it then if you're, you know, if you made Bridget Jones, you're not getting it. Let's go into that. Now that we're here, actually, let's get into that. We're talking yeah. about Con Firth, and it's going to get slow, guys. Spoiler alert, she gets sick. Oh, wow. It's all just oh, a no. ploy to get her sick <laughs> and to stay over. Um, so while that happens, um, they take everything. So I, I think that um, my old interpretation, I could be wrong. I always thought that Jane Austen wrote Jane and um, Elizabeth. And trying to split herself in two. You think so? That's what I thought. Because yeah. one of them's name is Jane. Right. And she's beautiful. Right. And Jane Austen's like, I guess I'm pretty hot. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that, this is me if I was the hot, polite girl. And then there's Elizabeth. She's like, now this is me if I was, you know, yes. like. Oh yeah, I think they're all iterations of her own fantasy of herself. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're all pieces of her. Anyways, but like both, you put these two together. You put Jane together. You put Elizabeth together. You got like, you know, the full package. Full package, yeah. She's just she's really kind and very smart and very you know and hot and hot and all these different things. And I, when you watch Bridget Jones, it's just like, oh, I'm fat and I smoke and I can't get a guy and uh, I can't get a job. It's very, in my opinion, very misogynistic. Yes. Yeah. I. Man, I love Bridget Jones. Yeah. Um, but I I think it's because she was with at the time it was written relatable. Um, it was this character that we had it was a pre maybe pre-female empowerment maybe yes it was post spice girls but pre yes. like 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 i don't know it was very it's self-deprecating um and i think that's what like helen fielding was going for when she wrote bridget jones it was like it's self-deprecation for sure um and i can see it from that lens if yeah. it was you know women laughing at themselves right but it's directed by a man written by a man yeah when i watch it it's like my interpretation is like, man, like these dudes are shitting hard on yeah. Bridget, and the people like kind of like scoffing at her. They're never other women. It's not her friends. It's like right. other dudes. But I think the parallel between Pride and Prejudice and Bridget Jones is that in modern day, it's not about status or society. It's about the, exactly the things that Bridget is, right? Like she's can't get a job. She smokes. She's a little chunky, or so she says herself. But it's all these things about not being desirable mm-hmm. that is ex- that I think is what's translated, and I think it's translated well. The idea that like who would who would like such a character? Um, Mark Darcy would. Right. I think that's a great reading of it, a very optimistic reading, of it, a yes. very generous reading of that. Yeah. I just don't see, and I've said that in the whole episode, which is just like they don't do any of the groundwork to explaining that where it's never just Darcy where he's it's, like even as simple as I know this is really like cliche but not even Darcy's just like but I like that about you yeah. there's not even a that yeah. he just shows up one day and he's like I'll cook your blue fucking stew or whatever it is you know <laughs> yeah that's right and he's like he doesn't ever say you know like, like you're kind of quirky you're kind of quirky and I'm, I'm into that you know right 
like not in a way that like a new girl I think we get it like we get like oh yeah the, the weird things that make her kind of awkward are the things we like uh, that's kind of stated and that's kind of understood for that one it's just like out of nowhere this Prince Charming is just like I'll marry you yeah I'm like what yeah uh, it's, it's not motivated like homegirl just stepped in shit you know she did just landing a pile of shit at least mud but yes probably and, shit you know like it's illogical for him to be like you stepped in shit I like you he needs to say like you know well, I, I'm not, hey, I appreciate a woman who doesn't mind getting her boots scuffed. Do you want to know a fun fact about this scene? Sure. The director told him to oh, sure. act as if he had a boner. Really? Yes. Let's take a look. Yep. Accurate. Would you be so kind <laughs> as to take me to her? Man, uh, uh, he's really proud of that boner. He doesn't, really, he doesn't he's pretty confident with that boner. He's like, well, here it is, lady. Yeah, look, I've strut that stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if that was good direction. I don't know. Um, but could you imagine? I did think about this, too. Can you imagine? You're just fucking rich, and you're just patrolling the land. Look at all this land I own. And you're probably thinking, like, man, that girl, that girl didn't, uh, she didn't want to dance with me. That's fucked up. And then you run into her. Yes. <laughs> walking on your land. Guys, you have to understand, like, uh, 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 I know for a lot of us, and me, myself included, I don't know what it's like to own land. So I don't know what it's like to stumble upon right. someone on my land. Right. But it would be like if you went to your apartment and you went to go to the fridge to get a, a Pop-Tart, and when you open the fridge, the girl that you got <laughs> turned you down is just there. Right. That blows my mind. Yeah. So, yeah, and boner <laughs> is, what, <laughs> Plus is boner. what the director gave her, gave him. Right? So he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? She's like, yeah. I'm here to see my sister. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Come on up. Certainly not. They all do this thing, and I think this is some of the word that uh, Austin witticism is. They all say things, and like, there's a denotation that's polite mm -hmm. and kind and positive, and then there's like a second ulterior connotation, which is like, like here. They're talking about like uh, Mr. Darcy's eyes light. But she's basically saying like, so what? You got the hots of this poor bro poor poor broad, right? Like this poor broad now, you know? I thought you liked rich girls like me, you know? Right. So kind of like teasing about it, and he's kind of just like, look, I, I like what I like. You know, he's kind of yeah. doing that. It's like I don't care. Look, I'll look at whatever. The sun the sunshine is you know got no price on it. She <laughs> looks good. She looked good. What do I gotta say? Yeah. Just as agreeable to me, had they uncles enough to fill all cheap signs. There we go. We got we love a woke king. Yeah. <laughs> Unproblematic Bingley. And see, Darcy cares. He's like, the proud that's the problem, dude. You can't think like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, they gotta have at least one uncle with some money. She tell you what. Let me send for Mr. Jones, and you must stay until your sister has recovered. I would not wish to inconvenience you. I wonder if this is seen as imposition, because if it were me, I would see this as a huge imposition. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, when you own such a mansion, though, and you've got so many extra bedrooms, is it that big of an imposition? I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, they're going hunting. Hunting for some ladies. <laughs> Great shot. Oh, yeah. Love a good mirror shot. Mm. Oh, that's a fucked up mirror, though. It's blue. They didn't have glass back then, I guess. And I, I think the thing here is just to know is like getting sick was actually like a serious thing because you could die. Really? Yeah, you could die if you were like sick. COVID? Yeah. No, come on. It's pneumonia. Or no, I don't even know what this is. It's, uh, she's probably got just a common cold, but I think that 
in these times, a common cold can take a turn real quick. Oh, you're right. This is before modern yeah. medicine. They're not giving her chicken noodle soup, which is what they should give her. They're not. Chicken noodle soup, a little bit of 7-Up. You're clear. A little bit of Gatorade. They didn't have any of those things back no. then. They probably didn't even have noodle soup. No. Not even cough syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So she just has to rely on her uh, her immune system. Yep. Oh, I think he is. All right. Well, um, <laughs> she ready to die for that D, that V, <laughs> that Bingley D, I guess. Um, but yeah, that was all part of Mrs. Bennett's plan, though. She was just yep. like, I want, like, she knows a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome. She knows a little bit about Florence Nightingale. She knows a little bit of... Uh, yeah, you know, she does. Get in there all sick like. Let him take care of you. Let him feel <laughs> that he, you know, nursed this poor bird to health and then let him marry you. Yeah. And it worked. But again, homegirl does not know that he likes her and homeboy does not know that she likes him. Yep. Dumb. Th those two are just going to be... Everybody knows, by the way. Even yeah. drunk dude, the drunk husband who like, isn't paying attention, even he knows they're into each other. Yeah. Won't say a thing. And look at this. This guy's everywhere. How is he everywhere and nowhere at the same time? It's so true. Doing nothing, right? He's playing billiards. Yeah. And she's just walking into random corridors and running into him. And you know, he wants, you know he wants to talk to her. And he always gets his shot. You know he wants to talk to her. Yeah. I love this scene, too. Uh, one thing I love about this scene... It shows. Uh, <laughs> it shows what a good part player he is. One, two. It shows that uh, uh, Elizabeth can kind of hold her own among these yes. people. And three, I love. Thank you. I believe. There's like this thing with Darcy, and I don't want to spoil. I don't want to get too far ahead of things. Like Darcy sucks. You know, yes. we can all agree. Yes. But like when you rewatch it, it's like, wait a second. Does Darcy suck? He has like a hidden meaning, right? So you, I think the first time you go through it, you're like, dude sucks. And then you get to the end. And you watch it again, and you're like, wait a second. That was, I thought that sucked, but this is actually like, you know, again, secret language. Yes. So that's what he's trying to do. He's kind of, uh, uh, okay, well, let's just talk about what's going on. She is trying to, like, poke the, the bear. Yes. And just be like, what are you doing over there? What are you doing over there? Like, you guys going to fuck or what? You know? You guys, no she's, you know, and she's doing that, but she's being really sneaky about it. But it's true. It's kind of just like, look, do you guys like each other? Because I need to, like, sabotage it if this is the case, mm -hmm. you know? And that's not fun. It's very Emma-like, where you, like, play around in other people's affairs. Yes. You know? Yep. She is, she is like the Emma of this book, for sure, or this movie, for sure. Yeah, a little instigator. Yes. But yeah, homegirl's reading, homeboy's writing to his sister. Very nice, really yeah, sweet. Yeah, which is a sweet gesture. Yeah. Now you may think like, oh, he's like, oh, he's so antisocial. Right. Just out there writing up, you know, there's uh, playing cards and she was reading a book and you're going out there and read a lighter letter. And then I thought, here's we get to we get to feminism. We get into this like old notion of feminism. And he says some things that again, yeah, I think fucking uh, super sexist. And I, 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 it's kind of playful. So they're talking about, like, what's your ideal idea of ladies? And he's just like, you know, my lady, uh, I don't know that many ladies because you know what a lady should be. She should be polite, she should be rich, and she should read a book. And she's kind of making fun of us, like, oh, wow, you don't know that many strong women? Right. And that's when he's like, well, wait a second, wait a second. I'm not problematic. I'm a little king because I'm saying... That um, uh, a lot of women, uh, 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 like society, doesn't allow them doesn't doesn't value the things that I value, which is right. like big brains, you know. So again, you watch it again. He's like, they're having a little, 
They're having a little, yeah. A little sexual chess match. Yes, they are. They're, it's sexual tension at its finest. Which I love, a, I love about this, because it's not like Elizabeth was supposed to even be there. She just happened upon it because she needed to protect her sister, which, again, female friendship. I, it's like, yeah, we're like, oh, gosh, I'm always, like... It's like a, it's like a, it's a Korean drama thing where it's just like I don't want to be with this guy I don't want to be around him but because of external external factors, factors outside of my control I have to be around the guy all the time. I hope you do not find Miss Bennett worse than you expected. Indeed I do, sir. She is very ill indeed and suffers above. Love her. Love her. Patience in the world, for she has the sweetest temper. And you know I think this maybe only works on Bingley because I'm pretty sure no yeah. disrespect but like everyone else is rolling their eyes. Yeah, they're all like, even and Darcy's just like I know what you're doing, man. <laughs> but Bingley's game recognizes game. Yeah, the sweet Bingley, sweet Bingley's just like, oh wow, she's sick. Well, whatever I can do, you know, right. he's like super apologetic. You know, I will say this again, as someone who maybe like again does identify more with like a Darcy. As much as like I'm kind of shitting on Bingley, I like having Bingley's around. I think Bingley's yeah. like having me around too. You kind of yeah. like it's like the big dog, little dog. You know? Yeah. We all know that like it's nice to have like a sweet dum dum around. Yes. Because they're you know it's it's good to have kindness around. And then sweet dum dums, they need like a. They need a a tough guy. Yeah, they do. So that's to protect, protect them. them. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like a Lenny and uh, of mice and men. Yes. What's his name? Uh, I wanted to say Bruce, but that's Lenny Bruce. Uh, Lenny and. Kenny. Let's just say it's Lenny and Kenny. Yeah, sure. It's like Lenny and Kenny. You know, you gotta have a little bit of both. Shit. Mama, have you seen Charlotte Lucas since I came away? This is really a dip, by the way. Oh yeah, let me have some. Do you hear me crunching? It's because Kara brought a great dip and chips or crackers. Killer! I keep on munching it and dripping all over my shirt. And look at this. This is like, there's a big thing about propriety, you know, and this is improper. It's improper to like ask someone to throw a ball at their house, you know? Yes. But Bingley doesn't doesn't read it. And again, it's great, you know, it works out. Yeah, the girls are just like, come on, throw a party. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll throw a party. Sure, okay, yeah. whatever. That's a great idea. Because he's such a nice, agreeable man. Not Darcy, though. What do you think that reaction would have been if they was like, hey, Darcy, you know, let's throw a ball. What do you think he'd be like? No, he'd be like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would say, like, it backwards. Homeboy's being bathed. What a fucking loser. He's <laughs> being bathed by other people. Um, he'd probably say something like, oh, you know, um, if you knew, if you knew, if you knew, like, if you had the money to throw balls, you'd probably uh, realize that balls aren't that fun anyways. You know, kind of like a, a backhanded like, insult, you yes. know? It's like, you can't even throw a ball if you wanted to. <laughs> Look at this. Elizabeth loves dogs. Save the cat, Ooh. right? She loves dogs. Who doesn't love dogs, you know? Big old Great Dane. That's such a, it's, it's an easy way to endear mm -hmm. your protagonist. And then Homeboy, straight out the shower. Maybe this is the scene you were thinking about. Maybe this is the one where he thinks he has a boner, huh? Maybe. Straight out the shower. Straight out of the shower. Looks out the window. You see uh, uh, Elizabeth playing with the dog. Most women out here not getting their hands dirty, not getting slobbered by dogs. Not Elizabeth. She's not afraid she's to not get afraid. down and dirty with the dog. Homeboy. Love that guy. Love that guy. That's me at a party. 
Now look who's reading. I wonder why she's reading. Mm. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> look at me reading. Shit, it's not looking. <laughs> it's not working. And here's another one of those moves. That was like kind of like her kind of probing uh, uh, Darcy. Now here's her probing Bennett. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, hey, come, come walk with me. And I'm gonna give you a secret. This hasn't changed. Dudes love ladies standing and walking. That has never changed. Is that true? That's the truest thing ever. You know? Just like gawking at a girl walking? Walking, standing up. Uh, 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 what does he say? It accentuates their figures. Oh. Yeah. Not dancing. Don't do that. That would defeat the object. Not, you know, reading or changing clothes. Fuck that. Walk. <laughs> walk in a circle around a living room. hotter than a girl walking around a room in yeah, a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you... There it is. And then let that dude admire you from the corner. That's that's how you flirt back then. How shall we punish him, Mr. Nothing so easy. Tease him. Laugh at him. Laugh at Mr. Darcy. Impossible. Ooh, she's trying to start an argument. She wants him to fight. Is he indeed a man without fault? That is not possible for anyone. But it has been my study to avoid those weaknesses which expose a strong understanding to ridicule. And that's his character in a nutshell, right? Such like, I don't want to ever be ridiculed. Too much pride. She just said it. I just said yep. it. Pride. So, guys, yes, vanity is a weakness. he is pride. He is pride. His pride... pride. Is uh, the reason why he hates everybody and hates everything, right? And I guess if we were talking about this structurally, that is his B plot that he's gonna overcome. That's his character journey. He needs to like forget about his pride and like learn to have some humility and like you know what, and learn when his pride is being prejudiced. Right? Is that the right? I think so. I thought she's prejudiced. I well, I think it. they're both, right? Like, I think his, his when he goes to a ball, he's very prejudiced in that I'm not going to dance with people beneath my station. Then does she have pride? Sure. Are they both pride and both prejudice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always thought Darcy was pride and, and Elizabeth, was Elizabeth was prejudice. Prejudiced. Yeah. I think I think it's more just the the fine line between the two concepts. Yeah. And now, by the way, homegirl just uh, was like, uh, I don't fucking play a piano. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> impressive. Uh, because he said something right there, which is, um, they both respect. I think this is maybe we're getting to this, because it's like, she, he said that, like, yeah, well, once I don't like someone, I don't change my mind about them, which right. is bad. A wrong way of going about life. Goodbye. But then she's like, hmm, you can't say anything wrong. Like, I guess, yeah, I guess I do too. They both kind of agree, like, oh, I guess we're both very, uh, 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 what's it called? Stubborn. Mm. Well, stubborn. Uh, but yeah, maybe it's because she's like, oh, you have prejudice? I have prejudice too. Yeah. <laughs> Once I don't like someone, I don't like them. Right. But yeah, he's prejudiced to her because she's like, well, she's poor. There's no way she could be exactly. a good girl. And then same thing, she has prejudice. So she's like, this dude's rich. Yeah. There's no way he's not a horse's ass. Quite the contrary, I assure you. And he, he's being, from my memory of this, he is being boldly open about his attraction to her. 
I don't think he would ever need to, though. Back in those days, you're kind of allowed to, you know, as a man, he's rich. He's, he's, a ma- he's allowed to. He can to say whatever he wants. He's just like, she's hot. Nah, she's pretty smart. And then, But it was never like, I want to marry her. I think that's the biggest threat, right? He would never say that. I love this freeze frame at the end. <laughs> right? And then we get to establish she's like, at the, 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 sorry, but like the mic drop line is just like, oh, sister, you know, like, uh, with the exception of Mr. Bingley, I'm so glad we never to see those people again. And then, no, you're going to see them a see lot. Them a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it kind of establishes that, like, they hate each... Well, maybe Darcy likes her, but she hates the shit out of that whole house. Yes. And I'm kind of with her. I kind of hate the Bingleys. Yeah, there's not. I hate the Darcys. How are we going to fix this one? I don't know. Have to figure it out. All right. uh, Any closing thoughts about this episode? Um, I'm just... I Like, I just pondered on... I'm shocked at how open... Darcy is about how he's attracted to Elizabeth. I didn't realize he was so attracted to her so soon. How do you think that makes oh, what's her face? Um, I can't always forget her name. Sister Bingley feel. Jane. Her name is Jane Bingley. Oh no, Bingley. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't remember. Sister. She's oh, jealous. Sister Bingley. Yeah. Oh, totally jealous. It's totally jealous. All right. Um, well, that's gonna be uh, the conclusion of the first episode. I think it's also a good time to take a break so everybody go ahead and stop that uh autoplay if you got it we're gonna go ahead and take a break when we get back we're gonna do a quick recap and jump into episode two all right everybody welcome back from your break hope you had a chance to refill whatever you had to refill or unload whatever you had to unload uh we're about to start episode two but before we do that kara would you mind recapping episode one for us yeah so there was a party Mm -hmm. there was another party Mm -hmm. and there was another party getting planned okay who was who was at these parties okay (laughs) um so we're introduced to quite a lot of characters yeah but um the ones you need to focus on are elizabeth bennett Mm -hmm. uh her sister jane Mm -hmm. Uh, she also has a bunch of other sisters. She has a mother. She has a father uh, who all go to these balls and parties with her. Um, and then on the other side of things, we have Mr. Darcy. We have Mr. Bingley. We have Mr. Bingley's sisters. Um, we have Mr. Bingley's sister's husband. Uh, a lot of people on a lot of sides. But on the Mr. Darcy side of things, uh, we have Mr. Darcy being this kind of sexual tension being built between him and Elizabeth. Um, and then we have Jane and Mr. Bingley also having some tension. I wouldn't call it sexual, but I would call it romantic tension being built between those two. Um, so these two sides are kind of starting to come together, although with contempt, right? Because one side is a little bit wealthier and therefore mm, more snobbish or comes off more cold uh, to the other side. Yeah, and something that you brought up, I just wanted to kind of um, make sure that everyone's clear. You know, uh, uh, there's a lot of tensions, a lot of attraction, a lot of things like that, a lot of flirtation going on. But I think it's important that everybody understands that we have to separate this from marriage. Right. Because that was really separate back then. Right. When we look at most of our rom-coms, we were like, well, we know where this is going. Uh, But in in the world of uh, 18th or uh, 19th century England... You could be like fall in love with someone. You could even have sex with them. You can even have a baby with them. Doesn't mean you're getting married. Right. Uh, especially not for these folks because um, they have too much. Uh, there's too many things at play. Everything's a negotiation. Everything's a business deal. 
Right. And well, one thing to note is for women of the gentry is that they cannot have sex. Because if they have sex out of wedlock, out of wedlock, they would be damning themselves. They call um, it ruin. Ruined, yes. And they Yeah, we'll talk about that we'll later. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so like um I always thought that this was all just like that's that's like the kind of like the weird game that's going on with a lot of these men. Because they can they can have so much sex out of wedlock. They can. Nonstop. Yep. It's like uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, so they could have just been like, hey, my gosh, like you're such a good dancer. Oh, well, uh, do you want to have some more wine? And then like mm-hmm. ruin a woman. So there's a certain guardedness and reservedness, and there's a certain aggression that these... I mean, I don't need to explain this to you. You probably know about this every single time you go to the, the bar. Um, but the idea here is that um, uh, 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 everything that we just witnessed and everything, all these little tensions, like they don't really add up to anything because we're not moving... The marker in terms of marriage, unless the dudes talk to the dad, I know it sounds like crazy, but like unless he's talked to the dad and like negotiated it, mm-hmm. we're nowhere closer to marriage. So even John and uh, excuse me, even Jane and Mr. Bingley, Bingley, Mr. Bingley, what's his first name? John Bingley, Patrick Bingley. Darcy's first William. name is Fitzwilliam. Yeah, everybody was Fitzwilliam. I feel that's like. why. That's why I'm thinking Mr. Bingley is like Fitzwilliam. <laughs> Could have been. Uh, let me double check. His name is George Wickham. Yeah. George Wickham? Oh, I'm so sorry. His name Spoiler. is... Uh, 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 what the... F- I can't find him on this list. Bingley, Bingley, Bingley. Let's call him John Bingley. It's definitely not it. Jonathan. Charles Bingley. There Charles you know. Bingley. Okay. okay. So uh, that's so weird that he's like all the way down here on the cast list. Anyways, um, uh, uh, even though Bingley and Jane clearly like each other and mm. we're like, dude, they're going to get married. Like, don't fucking count your chickens before they hatch. There's been very little. There's been a lot in the romantic sector, very little in the marriage sector, very little right. in the deal making sector, you know? Namely because Elizabeth's family is not rich. And the dad who really should be doing these, making these moves. Yep. Uh, I don't even know if he goes to these parties. Or if he goes to these parties, he's just like he's even worse than Darcy. That's true. He's he just like fucking sits in the carriage, waiting for or, yeah uh, them to come out or something. Yeah. Because um, you know, uh, I guess it was like improper back then for a woman to walk up to a man, yes, you know, and start a conversation. So she's just like, "This is my wife," and then you know. Yeah, without so an introduction. Yeah, without introduction. So he's got to be the one to be like, you know, oh, hi, I am mm-hmm. Mr. Bennett. I got five daughters. You, Oh, you dance with Jane, huh? <laughs> you dance with Jane, huh? All right, <laughs> all right. I'll keep my eye on you. You know, he's got to be doing that stuff, but he's not. He's not. So that's where we're at. And that's just episode one, baby. We're about to dive into episode two. Anything else about uh, episode one no, before we dive in? we got it. All right, so folks. So let's go ahead and uh, sync this up again. Again, get ready for that, like, BBC thing in case that's the wrong edition. We're going to go ahead and resume it in five, four, three, two, one, play. So I took up embroidery over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I felt like I was in a Jane Austen novel. I was sitting by my parents' fireplace embroidering. Did it like the hours fade away or does it really feel like as long as it would take? Uh, it, it's, it's just relaxing. It's like one of those kind of meditative mm. activities. You learn how to do like flowers and stems. Yeah. And I stuff. haven't learned how to do anything fancy. I, in fact, I you stopped cause I was like, Oh, this stitch is too difficult. But, oh wow. Really? Yeah. 
What did you end up making? Um, I, I made this like really pretty like Christmas one that said joy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I bet you scripted. Yeah, maybe a little bit easier, right? Because she's so used to handwriting. Mm -hmm. Maybe scripting is a little bit easier. But yeah, I imagine flowers and things like that. Tough. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth doesn't do that shit. <laughs> she doesn't. She's out walking in nature. She's very much a modern woman, you know? Just she out is. there going on hikes, talking to dogs, reading books. What I love about her is that from the beginning, she's her own woman. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, she's got her own stuff going on for her. Yeah. So, guys, uh, here's the dad again, fucking playing his little gaslight games. Mm -hmm. Where he's just like, hey, guys, I'm going to have a nice gentleman suitor coming over. Getting everybody all right up. Everybody's all excited. Because what we just talked about, right? This dude's supposed to be pushing, it <laughs> sounds bad, pushing his daughters forward in the in the marriage game. Right. And he's just like, no, it's not him. And all these girls are like, oh, my God, is it the soldier boys? Is it this guy? Is it this guy? Soldier boys, is this? And then this is like, that's why he drops the biggest dud in the history of like this book. You know? Like, why not just say this, man? He's like, he loves to fuck with his family. Why don't I just be like, hey, uh, my cousin, Mr. Collins, is coming over, so um, could you make sure that we have, like, enough turkey for him? You know? And... And here, yeah, here's the key moment, though, oh. which is that Mr. Collins, as he just put, could put them out of house and home because technically there's no boys to inherit this estate. So uh, Mr. Collins would be next in line because he's the next male in line. Even though he's a cousin, and he can kick him out. He can kick him out. He can give him the land. He can marry one of them. Yep. Like there, these are basically the stakes, and these are the options here. You know? Yep. So he's actually a pre-antagonistic figure. Right. Think about the. I don't know. You ever had like a? Has there ever been anybody that like you had to impress or like you had to like? Is there someone I had to impress? Like, oh yeah, like my in-laws. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Right, like when I met them, I remember I was really worried because I was supposed to meet them for like a dinner one night, and I ended up getting sick and missing it. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, oh no, the pressure's on because I need to like make up for that. Um, so I did have to impress them. Yeah. For the first time I met them, and um, you at least have the safety net where it's just like, well, maybe my my you know future husband won't care, right? Like, right. Okay, so you don't get on all my folks. Okay, I just have to like overcome it. In this case, if they don't impress this dude, I don't know. They could be out of house and home, right? Yeah. So the the amount of power that this <laughs> I'll call him a man. <laughs> the, amount of, the amount of power that this man wields wild compared to if you really think about like who he is. And you kinda listen to him in this little letter letter. First of all, can't even fucking sit straight. Uh, but he is kinda like Mrs. Bennett. He is right. A little walk-in calculator, a little walk-in yep. prices rights game. He knows how much everything costs. So he he's a clergyman, but he's very much in the game. Yes. He's very much... He keep, later on, he'll keep talking. I love it. He's always like, you know, the the chimney alone costs 800 pounds. Always talking about that, that chimney is 800 pounds. It's like, holy shit, you know? It also just reminds me of one of those guys that's, like, obsessed with really boring details. Just, like... But yeah, the like chimney costs eight hundred. Like who cares? It's like a, but it's like a status thing, you know. It'd be yes. like it'd be like if I told you like um, 
Oh, you know, you just have you seen how much bit, uh, coins worth these days? Right. I myself have a Bitcoin. Right. You know, right. it's like that. Oh, he's totally a Bitcoin guy. A totally crypto guy for yes. sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, or he's just like, oh, you got the iPhone five. I got the iPhone six. You know, yeah. that's the type of guy he is already. Yep. And that's the dude in charge of, uh, 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 well, not in charge, but um, responsible yeah. for your sisters. You and your sisters, scary. Mm-hmm. I love you. Kind of, there's a tiny little detail there, but Mary is just like. Yeah. <laughs> Mary is all over him, and honestly, I am a little bit disappointed. Spoiler alert, guys! I'm sorry, I can't talk about it now. I'm su- I'm disappointed that um, Mary and her and him don't get together. Yeah. Was there more? Was there a hint of that or an element of that in the books? I think that's in this. I think that's an interpretation here. It's in this, and I think it's also in the 2005, which is why I ask it. And I was like, How is this? If this is brought up twice, why is this on the? in the book because that would have solved all their That's that would problems have. Yeah. If, uh, uh, it's a win-win situation because so sorry Mary but you're not getting married I don't have to, I would marry you Mary but you're not getting married ironically your name is Mary and that's something you'll never do I know um, so she she could get married and then he can get married and then you know take care of everything but unfortunately a slime ball like him does not appreciate Mary's bad piano playing no and then um Here's where you can see fucking the like extension of Darcy. Who's that? Lady Catherine, because he's talking about how he. Oh right. I don't really know how this works. He's like, he's like the parish, or I don't know what they're called, but like he's like the clergyman for Catherine de Burgh. Right. Which is. Like a, I don't know, like, is that a deal? Is that a good deal? Is that like, yeah, it's a good deal. He's like, I'm Justin Bieber's preacher, like that. Kind, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so he's Justin um, Bieber's preacher, or it's like Justin Bieber's like tattoo artist or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like he benefits from having that relationship. Um, financially, is the Wait, big thing. Do you not know about Justin Bieber's preacher? Oh, he has a preacher. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. You didn't know this? No. Okay. Tell me. Um, I don't really know too much about it either, so I don't want to like gossip. I don't want to be a little gossip girl. But um, he joined like a church, like a mega, a, a, a Christian mega church in Los Angeles. And this dude's kind of like a celebrity priest. And they've been like partying together and praying together and doing prayer circles together. A lot of people are really concerned because he's been like, you know. Getting his claws in him? Yeah. Interesting. You can read more. I, you, I want everybody to read more about it. I only know the headlines. I don't know all the details, but it is a bit of concern, you know. He's a, uh, it's like Tom Cruise and the other guy, the Scientology guy. The Scientology guy, yeah. yeah. Uh, David Miscavige. Yes. A little concerning is all, right? When you have a, a huge religious uh, leader and then a mega celebrity. And again, here's um, Mrs. Bennett playing the game. So he knows what he's doing. She knows what she's yep. doing. They're conniving together. So by the way, if he is... Um, Mr. Bennett's cousin, mm-hmm. that would make them cousins once removed? Yes. Second cousins, maybe? Yes. Okay. But it's totally kosher to hook up with your cousin in, in this. In this world? In this world. But not in our world? No. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to, almost like you were defending something. Also, but it's cool to hook up with a cousin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> We've all been to a wedding or a family <laughs> gallery and we thought, well, who's that? <laughs> Just kidding. Cousin Elizabeth. And he's 
picked Would his match. All right, so that uh, 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 mommy played mommy, <laughs> mommy Bennett played defense, and she was just like, "Hey, not Jane, because uh, some dude's gonna, uh, some guy's got dibs." Yes. And he's just like, "Okay, okay, 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 for sure, I'll back up." What about Elizabeth? And then I don't know. I feel like Mrs. Bennett and and uh, Mrs. Bennett and Elizabeth don't really get along. Right. So it's kind of just like, yes. yeah, Elizabeth you can gets along much better with her father. Yeah. So the mom's just like, yeah, you can marry my dad, Brad. I hate her. Right. She always a, is a big, stinky, you know, diaper whenever I take out to parties. So you know what? Yeah, you can marry her. Because she likes Lydia and Kitty, you know? She does. Because she sees herself as them. Yeah. Um, and and they, they're, like, living her youth for her. Mm-hmm. I love how he's out of breath from walking. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of like a little, little snake of a man. Yeah. I mean, even the music that accompanies him is like a tuba, just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that is new since Friday. Isn't it nice? Do you think I'd look wonderful? Not as well as me. Come on. No, I shot. Jane, come here. Look at this. These two girls Jane, looking at stuff they shouldn't the afford. They can't afford it. They can, but they. They, like their father would be like, you shouldn't buy that. How did they acquire more money back then? Uh, well, they do credit. Oh, they have credit? Yeah. Oh, well, get ready, folks. Credit's going to devastate your economy. Uh, so here we have, what's this guy? Denny? Denny. I love Denny. I don't really know much about him. He's, he wasn't in the other movies. Yeah, he's just a minor character. I don't even books. know if he's in the book that much, yeah. Mr. Wickham. So here is another player in the game. We got the nice ass top hat. So he looks kind of like a fancy gentleman. Mm -hmm. But you'll find out in a second. Homeboy's a soldier. He doesn't look like a soldier to me. All winter, I'm happy to say. I've taken a commission in Colonel Forster's regiment. So that's how you get money, right? Like you sign up for the army. Yes. So like you can. Uh, if you're not of the Gentile class, mm -hmm. Gentile class, the gentry, um, you can, you can, like, take up a profession. So joining the army is, like, one of the, like, noble ways of doing that. Whereas people who take up, like, actual jobs, like being a barrister or, uh, or a lawyer um, or, like, working in a trade, those are, like, a lower class. You know what's wild to me? Because I just thought, like, we don't have this in America. Kind of, we do, but not really. We don't really have this in America. But like, I thought about this, like, when I was watching, like, some old King Arthur stuff. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, the way you got land was to be a soldier and kill people. Oh, shoot. You know what I mean? Like, all the old, us, all the noblemen and yeah. all the, you know. And this is in their history, guys. Like, I know it's this like sounds... ancestry. It's only, like, 500 years ago that this was going on. Yeah. So, like, you had a sword or you had an army... You kill a guy and then you take their castle, and you know obviously, uh, uh, you know it's huge, right? So it's just like, hey, you're uh, Kara. I saw you out there axing that dude's head. Yeah, good shit. You can have that farmhouse. And you can have the right. fields in the back. You want to deal with that? Yeah, that sounds good to me. I just make sure you protect my castle. Yeah? yeah, got it. All right, fist bump. Yeah, and then one day of Kara's just like, yeah, fucking David's eating the food on his castle. Fucking just. I kind of want the castle. Yeah. Well, what'd you do? Kill you. Kill me. Now you own the castle. Now I own the castle. I'm the and that's the in their, you know, like, their, 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 what's it called? Their, um... Their DNA. 
Sounds I was going to guess. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I made you nature versus nurture, but I was going to say, like, it's in their, like, societal <laughs> structure. So anybody that owns land, all these people, all these women, it's because the king or the queen or whoever, I don't know if they fucking know the history, but, like, they took over yeah. all of England and then just gave it to their cousins. That's why everything... And then they stopped fighting. They stopped all these wars. Yes. So it was just the last person that won the last war. Gave all this land to all their nieces and nephews. And that's how we have this nobility. And that's basically what Mr. Bennett is. He's just like, you know, 17th cousins with the queen. Right. And that's why he gets the... What's the name of their house? Uh, Netherfield? Nether, yeah. That's why they have, like... Netherfield, you know? Yes. Uh, me, and then the closer you are to the bloodline, like uh, Darcy is, you got a bigger piece of the land. Yep. Isn't that wild? It is. It's. So Wickham joining the army, you know, back in the day would have meant that, oh, maybe he's going to become a, a landowner someday, you know? Right. That's why people would marry, like, soldiers back in the day. Soldier mm-hmm. boys used to be really exciting. Nowadays, unfortunately, you know, you get uh, whatever the fuck the signing bonus is, you know? Yeah, that's it. No. We never had that in America, do we? I don't think so. Uh, uh, pioneers, maybe. Go out there and kill. Yeah, no, it's not an American concept, for sure. Yeah. It's more of a British. Also, Mr. Collins is terrible at cards. That's how really we should judge everyone in this show, is how good they are at cards. Lydia and Kitty are fucking good, it seems like. Yeah, they are. And Jane even Jane's is Jane's agreeable. <laughs> <laughs> She's agreeable at cards, whatever that means. Oh, uh, uh, so, by the way, if you hear your ears, like... Cringing or kind of like that seems a little bit discordant. There's like this little subplot mm-hmm. going on with Mary. Oh, sweet, sweet Mary. Yes. So we got to talk about this. How much do you think a piano costs? Back then? Yeah. I think some of Mr. Bingley's friends. A few hundred. Which is a lot. I was going to say, but how much is that? Like, yeah, I'm sitting here. Oh, like, how much is that now? Um, not affordable, right? Like, right. How much is a uh, piano today? Let's just. That's a good question. Probably like a thousand. Yeah. Hey, don't judge us. We don't play pianos. <laughs> I'm going to say a piano is 5,000. I do play piano, but I. You do? Yes. You didn't get one for a thousand? Like a Steinway? No, you can get a Steinway. No. How much is a Steinway? A Steinway would be many thousand. Like, it would be like the cost of a car. Okay. Anyways, today, piano, the cost to make a piano is really. Uh, Easy, but back in the day, pianos were super hard, so it's right. like even more many thousands. Also, if you're like fancy like these fuckers, you're not buying a Yamaha. Right. A Yamaha, was it? Yeah. Yamaha. A yeah. Yamaha. Yamaha. You're not buying a Yamaha. You're buying a Steinway. Right. So nobody had pianos back then. Poor Mary doesn't have a piano. Right. Poor Mary wants to be a good piano player to impress boys. Mm-hmm. But poor Mary doesn't have a piano to play with. So she. Plays at parties. Yeah, she goes to other people's houses and plays their piano. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. It is sad. It's so sad. I know. It's like Belle, who loves books. Doesn't have her own. Doesn't books. have a fucking library. He has to right. go down to the bookstore guy and get the goats to eat the pages, you know? And she, she sees uh, the beast, like, you got all these books. And he's just like, I don't even fucking read them. You can read them if you want. Well, maybe you can read them to me. And then they fall in love. Mm. <laughs> but anyways, like, yeah, like. That's like the whole thing with Mary. Like, I feel so bad for her. Like, we, people want to laugh at her. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, fuck you if you're laughing at, you know, here's just a. Uh, yeah. This is me, guys. This is me. Why don't I play piano? I could have played piano. You never know. I could be a great piano player. But I didn't have one growing up. So it's like a, a lack of access to one. I could have been great. I could have been the next. Uh, uh, Yo Mama, what's his name? No, he's not a piano player. Yo Yo Ma. <laughs> but he's a ch- cellist. I could have done that too. I could have been the next Yo Yo Ma if I had a cello. You don't even, you don't even fucking know. <laughs> and that's how I feel about Mary. Yes. Yeah. Poor Mary. Yeah. All right. Homeboy's yes. throwing up 
some backstory here. <laughs> it was a big yes. exposition dump. I have to make my own but, uh, and look at her. She's riveted. Yes. Harrowing tale. But the, here's, well, you can you summarize it for us in layman's terms, in today's terms, what the fuck you just said? Yeah, so he just told her that um, he grew up with Darcy. Um, he was taken in with under Darcy's father's wing. Um, but when his father died... Darcy, Mr. Darcy kind of threw out George Wickham and like threw him to the street and like didn't give him any resources. Basically um, what we were just saying Mr. Collins might do to these girls. Right. And so Mr. Wickham had to fend for himself and um, join the army. And so uh, he paints this picture now of Mr. Darcy being not a great guy. And based off of what we know about Mr. Bur what's his big thing? We talked about it last episode. What's his big thing? One word. Pride. Pride. You think that proud motherfucker's gonna let this little leech get into it? I'm using loaded words here, but you think he's gonna let little leechy Wickham come over here and take your money and, you know, he, do you know how hard Darcy had to work to be born by his dad? You know? So, you think he's gonna allow this dude, son of a steward, which uh, I think is like a, uh, a farmer or something? Yes, yeah. You know, let that farmer fucking get uh, all his money? I don't fucking think so. I'm Darcy, you know? Yeah, no way. So it's consistent to what we know about Darcy. It is. And she is, again, you know her, she's prejudiced. Yep. She Mr. hates Darcy, that rich guy. Far too high and now Jane's oh, defending Darcy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why she's out of nowhere defending... Um, I guess this is a little bit contrived. You have to have, you know, sweet Jane be... Maybe <laughs> dumb sweet Jane doesn't even know that Bingley likes her, but she knows that <laughs> she knows that uh, Darcy's telling the truth. Interesting. Anyways, yeah. I confess, I do like him. So Elizabeth likes Wickham. See how anyone Yeah. So you have these little. There is something like you mentioned the friendship, where it's like I, I like Bingley, oh, I like Wickham, and like, I like. Mm -hmm. I'm here for this. You know? Yes. I love. Uh, do you like Wickham? Yeah. Yeah. Wickham's a chill guy. Yeah. He's. Very agreeable. Right. Uh, dances with the sisters. And he's he's like Elizabeth in that he's kind of like, he's self-possessed, right? Like he's... He earns what he, you know... Yes. He has... He understands the... the he's critical of the society that they live within. Yep. You know? He had them facts and the names. If it isn't so, let Mr. Darcy contradict it. Besides, there was truth in all his looks. And what do we know about uh, Elizabeth? We know she's a good judge of character. Mm -hmm. We know that everything that she sees about someone is true and right and accurate. So. I beg your pardon, one knows exactly what to think. Oh, the dad just taking a drink in the middle of the day. Honestly, what does he do? Like, if there's any character that's like underdeveloped, it's the dad. Yeah. All he does is just like snark. <laughs> And fucking around people's heads. Look at look at Mary. Look at she's all over him, all over his uh, shoulder. Oh, Mary. Your scruples do your credit, my dear cousin. But I am of the opinion that a ball of this kind should you go to a ball. I don't really like understand the relationship of the church to you know the nobility, yeah. the gentry, you know. But like again, this guy is not uh, truly that. He's trying to play. He's just like Kitty. He's just like. Uh, 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 Lydia. Lydia. He's just trying to play the game the best way he can. 
Mary just got owned. So fucked up. That's the equivalent, and I wish they would have drawn out that moment more. But that's the equivalent of like when you like look at someone's like, hey, and it's the person yes, behind and you. Yes, this person behind you. Oh, hey, oh my gosh. The most awkward. Mm -hmm. Check out this triangle. Ooh. Now, again, you juxtapose these two. Who's the, who's the literal, who's the best, you know, obvious choice? I mean, obviously Wickham. Yeah, yeah, man. He's tall, he's got wearing those, uh, what do you call them? Those regiment. Regiment clothes. Yeah. He's got the, what do you call it? The uh, sideburns. Mutton chops? Yeah, mutton chops for days. And Mary's like, Mary's like, can you, you can, can you help me with some Bible study? Mm-hmm. In that case. Very kind, sir. She's in the drawing room. So we're all, I don't know, like it's like we're seeing these things like pair up. It's like mm -hmm. these two and those two and then Mary and the Collins, you know, guys, uh, hopefully episode three, we can see these things come together like a neat little bow. Yeah. But it's a six episode series, David. I know. We got to figure it out. <laughs> oh, you're saying, oh, you're saying it wouldn't happen in episode three. might have to wait until episode six to see this. Yeah. Thing. You're right. Okay. Hopefully episode six. Uh, uh, I haven't seen this in a long time. Episode six, we got Wickham and um, Elizabeth. We got Jane and Bingley. We got Mr. Collins and Mary. And right now, I'm kind of digging Darcy and Mrs. Bennett. I like to see that. They kind of pair it really well. Yeah. Because I'm not, I, guys, again, I hate that dad. That dad's the worst dad ever. Pretty <laughs> shitty dad. They're not compatible, you know, let's be honest. They're not. And we, uh, uh, I don't think they had divorce back then, huh? No, they didn't. So Darcy would have to kill Mr. Bennett. She'd have to be a widow. Yeah. And he'd marry her. Combine kingdoms. Yeah. Consolidate power. That's the way to do it. And then they could give the house to one of the daughters. Perfect. You know, this is working out. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's my prediction for episode six. Tell me. What sort of girl is Miss Darcy? Well, wait, get me. Peak I this. wish I could call her amiable. Peak this. As a child, she was affectionate and pleasing and extremely fond of me. And I have devoted hours and hours to her amusement. But she has grown too much like her brother. Very, very proud. Oh, man. She's a little That's mini weird. Darcy. We got a mini Darcy on her. Got a little hands. mini proud. She's probably out there thinking she's like, I, she, she could probably only marry the prince at this point. Right. Or marry Darcy. Right. And that's probably what Darcy. Wait a second. What if they married each other? Darcy and his sister? Yeah, are they allowed? I mean, that's a stretch. That's a stretch, but... Co like, cousins, yes. But who's good enough for Mr. Darcy? It's true. His Only sister. his own bloodline, you know? Yeah. So I have a feeling... Maybe that's my new prediction for episodes. If it's not Mrs. Bennett, then it's going to be Darcy and his sister. That'd be nice. It's a stretch still. I think it's a little incestual. I think, like, I, I think even then they would... Oh, no, I'm not, like, saying I want it, but, like, if it's a happy ending... That's the only happy ending that they could both. Oh, you, they're so proud. That's true. They're so proud. There's no, no one's good, good enough for himself, so it has to be his like you know reflection. In this case, his younger sister. That's true. I don't want it. I wouldn't wish it upon. I wish the guy would just get along with these poor girls, but right. Whatever, whatever. That's where pride will get you, Mr. Darcy. Oof! What a zinger! You'll never be as pretty as your sister Jane. Yeah, what a weird thing to say. I hope you will pay Mr. Collins every Why do you think she said that? I'm sure every daughter's heard some version of that, yes. which I'm sure is horrible, but like, why do moms say that? Why do moms do that? Why do moms say shit like that? You know, I, I think it's just like passive aggressive. Like, she knows she's not going to talk back to her. Um, 
one that you asked me then. She just needed to like shit on her daughter for needle, a little bit. Needle her a little just bit. Just got shit on you a little bit. I think it was a manipulation tactic, right? Because she's she's also telling her like, you're never going to be as pretty as your sister Jane, so settle for Mr. Collins. Go yeah. With it. Or step up your game then. Right. You're not as pretty as your sister, so step up your game. You're like, <laughs> hit up that Tybo class. Right. I love this one. I love this one. Homeboy's just fucking walking around, sitting around dancing, and he sees Lydia in her her nightgown, her underwear. Is, I don't even know. She's kind of like her underwear. It's pretty well covered, but for those times, it's like you might as well be in lingerie. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing less clothes than her. You know, t-shirt, showing my right. sleeves and shit. Um, but back in the day, that was improper. Right, totally improper. Uh, and in case you haven't noticed. This guy's a fucking clown. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> laughing at him. So how we talked about like, like if he gets the land, he's kicking them out. Oh yeah, he's kicking them all. Out. Yeah. So this sets the stakes that Elizabeth, you gotta marry. You gotta marry this dude. Because because we've all took tur- taking turns laughing at him this whole time. It is not gonna end well. It's <laughs> true. So Mr. Bingley, or sorry, Mr. Bennett is coming to this one. So he doesn't usually go, but he's at this one because another field ball is. Big. The social event. It's of the, the social season. event of the season. Look at him. He's all dressed up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he was probably a young, you know, Colin Firth in his day. Mm-hmm. Nice and dapper, handsome man. Mary brought her piano music. Yeah. He's got like that dude with the wig, and oh, he's like uh, wigged uh, butlers. That's crazy. Homeboy in the back. I love him. Could you imagine getting an acting gig? No lines? Yeah, like no lines. Just be, and it's like, be drunk. I don't even think yet. No like uh, direction, too. It's like, right. should I be happy? Should I be sad? Have a drink and tell me what you feel. <laughs> you know, he's just like fucking staring blankly. Oh, you brought all your daughters. Why wouldn't they bring all their daughters, idiot? <laughs> but this is, um, this is Bingley's ball, right? Yes. Well, here's why they wouldn't bring all their daughters, though, because... You usually get your first few daughters married before you bring younger daughters oh, to an event like this. Oh, it's like a priority thing. Yeah, so the fact that but she... But is it widely recognized that this is a fucking meat market? It's like a meat... Uh, a jade, sure, like, like a sausage party, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the key, though, is that you don't... Ma- like, um, what is it called? Like, like you know, a cotillion... Oldest first, then second... Daughter gets married. You know, right, but you know how like like a daughter like comes out to a ball like a bat mitzvah or like oh a like they're out into society yeah yeah so they're like they're not out in society they shouldn't be out in society yet until until the, like a certain age until the older sister gets married right oh they're too young also well they're not too, they're like just about the right age but they're oh it's like bringing a fucking eighteen year old to a club yes Ugh, yes that is improper it is it is improper that's why they're like oh my gosh you brought all your daughters. Um... So it's it's a little like she's making a dig. Yeah. But I like cannot, pointing out like a like a she did a faux pas. But I think that if that's the case, if this is if this is like literally like like a singles mixer, that's a big faux pas. Yeah. Yeah, way too young. Thank you. But if they're like eighteen, oh, I don't want to I don't want to fucking go there. <laughs> a, like you can't help it if Jane's not married yet, you know? Right. But I don't, I don't know. That's fucking weird. If you don't wish to avoid a certain gentleman. These rules, these rules we put on women. Who knows? Debbie, I hope you've come prepared to dance with us tonight. Forgive the intrusion.
intrusion, ma'am. I would dance with both your sisters at once if I could, but as it is... Never mind that. Come on. <laughs> Very polite. They're even, they're even apologizing, like, sorry for taking away your company. So polite. I know you're talking to him. I'm sorry. But now she's all alone. Elizabeth's alone. Where's Mr. Wickham? He just said he can't come. Shit. Well, fuck. What's this party for then? God damn it. I thought the dad and Mr. Wickham were going to talk. Mm-hmm. Shit. And he's here? Fuck. They better not dance. How do you do, sir? Miss Lucas, I am indeed honored to meet any friend of my fair cousins. So many agreeable young ladies. I'm quite enraptured. Whoa, what a pervy thing to say. A lot of nice young ladies here. <laughs> a lot of nice young ladies here tonight, huh? Very agreeable. They're going to dance? Yeah. Shit, that's what see Mr. Wickham dancing. Wait a second. That's not the steps. Oh, it is the steps. He's just fucking... He's just very into it. So one of the things I wonder about Mr. Darcy is, like, is he just two left feet, right? Like, can he just not dance? Because he never dances. Here's what I think. What do you think? He's been to parties in, in uh, Derbyshire. I think when his, when his sister is there, they dance the most beautiful, most graceful, most elegant. Mm. Eye contact, you know, cute, flirtatious laughter. But when he's around these fucking poor country girls, mm. you know, and they smell like pig shit, <laughs> I think he can't stomach the dance. Yeah. But if it was his sister, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> All the moves. David's really into this incest narrative. No, it's his pride. It's more like I'm hitting his pride. But yeah, yeah, like... Mm -hmm. Until I... Look, look. This series has yet to present a female character that I deem worthy of, of Mr. Mr. Darcy. Darcy. No one's worthy of him yet. You know? Yeah. 10000 a year. That's a lot. de Berg's nephew. Mm -hmm. You know? We're forgetting these things. He writes letters. So... Yeah, none of these, none of these uh, uh, Netherfield gals are good enough for him. You know, let him dance with the soldiers. Mm -hmm. Let him dance with the Mr. Collinses. Plenty of men to dance go around yeah, yeah, and yeah, dance yeah. with. But like, here's the thing too: if he gets out there and he dances, and some young lass sees it, her dress is ruined that night. Mm. You know, because it's gonna be so handsome and so agreeable his dancing. It's gonna, gonna be a mess. <laughs> you know. So Mr. Collins can't dance, clearly, because he just messed up. He tried his best. You know who else can't dance? Who can't dance? Sure Mary. Oh, Mary. 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 You know, they can go out and read the piano and sheet music together. I love this moment. This is so funny. This is like a... Think about like a school dance, like a, 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 a prom night thing, where it's like... Well, I don't really want to dance with him. He's the last person I want to dance with. And he pops up like, hey, do you want to dance? Oh, yeah? <laughs> Fucking rom-com moment, Jane Austen. Thank you, yes. And she says yes. You know why? The tension. She's... Why could I not think of an excuse? She was so ready. You know what? I want to say that. She was so ready to dance with Wickham mm -hmm. that she had yes on her mind. Yes. So when he asked her, she was just like, yes. Wait, no, that was supposed to be yes to Wickham. Shit, fuck. Oh, I guess That's I got to dance point. She's like... She came here ready. Ready to she got dance. her. She got the the, the <laughs> She got the fucking uh, the twigs in her hair. in her hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, she had the whole lady. The lady do it for her, you know. <laughs> so she came here to, you know, show off uh, for Wickham. 
And says she got this done. So this is going to answer my question if Tarsi can dance yeah. now. But wait a second. Why is he dancing with her? She's not his sister. She's not. She's not even close to the bloodline of his sister. That's fucking weird. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, he is the best dancer that, you know, if this Look was like... that eye contact. Yeah, if this was a rom-com, this is like Usher, you know, or this is like, I can't even mm-hmm. think of that. Uh, Zac Efron. He's Zac Efron mm-hmm. of the dancers. He's really good. There's like a sports car downstairs. <laughs> Just fucking revving it. That's what Darcy would do. Rev his engines outside. Yep. Do you see how much better my car is? Costs more than yours? And look at her. She's like, okay, this guy's fucking light on his feet. The That dude right there, <laughs> every time I look at him, I don't know, his hair kind of makes my eyes sting. <laughs> I know that's really rude to say. Very disrespectful. Yeah, he's but. got like, he's got a very big forehead. No, uh, well, yeah, uh, it's not just... Uh, and like the weird balding. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think it's because it has to also be like... Uh, period accurate, you know? Because mm-hmm. nowadays, just shave that bad boy off like Vin yeah. Diesel. But that would not have worked back then. This guy's so... Great dancer. Great dancer. I'll yeah. give him that. Terrible conversationalist. Yeah. She's trying to, like... Fucking make small talk, at least. Yeah. You consult your own feelings in this case or seek to gratify mine. You think he... Oh, what the fuck? What a... Oh, wait a second. This guy trying to put her needs before his? What's going on? Because mm-hmm. basically what he said, you guys don't know what he said, but he said, uh, he said, so we, you know, you, you want to talk about what you want to talk about or you want to, like, do it just to, like, because yeah. I'm a man. So like, please me. Right. Please, please, please me. So, huh, wait a second. That's a little bit forward thinking. Okay, Darcy. Okay. There's no very striking resemblance of your own character, I'm sure. A lot of comments on character to each other. They're always sizing each other up. Yeah, they really are. Which is um, flirting in my book. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Look at Jane and Bingley. Fucking just smiling, <laughs> looking all blonde. <laughs> Not a thought in their heads. <laughs> like little Aryan race babies, yeah. for sure. Like, n- no critical thinking whatsoever. <laughs> probably just focusing on the dance moves. It's probably too much for them. It's a really long set of dance scene. It is. In the movie, because you know, for the sake of time, they're quicker and oh, there's, yeah. they're laden with uh, dialogue. Look, I'm smiling. He's like, oh, she likes to walk, you know. Mm. She likes to put those, you know, put those legs to work. Oh no, she couldn't resist. She had to She's talk about to bring him up. What a nasty guy. Why would you say that? Why would you spit poison on someone's name like that? How dare you? He's been unluckiest to lose your friendship in a way he's likely to suffer from all his life. Sarcasm, sarcasm. I love it. Congratulate yourself. Such and basically, his guys just rubbed me in. Like, I told you you'd be good dance partners. You should have fucking listened to me at that last party. Because, uh, you know, you guys are great dancing. Maybe in the future, at a future wedding, y'all can dance some more. He's like, and your sister's going to get married to this guy. And you're going to dance more. You're going to dance so much. Anyways, dope, dope, dope. Capital, 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 capital. 
And Darcy's, look at him. He's so like offended by that. Yes. Well, actually, I don't think he's that offended so much as he's like, what? Yeah. I think he's like, people think my boy is gonna marry is gonna marry your farmhouse sister. Right. I don't fucking think so. So he's kind of. Guys, that's the thing about Darcy. You guys gotta understand. Not only is he proud of himself. There's our bald guy. No. Oh no, what am I gonna Not only is he proud of himself, he's also proud on behalf of his friend George Wickham. So he's trying to like or Charles Wickham, so he's trying to like Charles Bingley. Charles Bingley. Shit. He's proud of his friend Charles Bingley, so he's like, hey, like we're just here to have fun, just dance, drink a little wine, like Hey, ruin her if you gotta. Don't you dare marry her. Yeah. yeah. The amount of facial expressions that they have in this is just superb. Like, he, look at how angry he is. He was smiling earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. He's such a good, like, dancer. Like, he can scowl and also, like, still gracefully move around. Yeah. All right. Well, there goes my theory that he was a bad dancer. Yeah. I told you. Great dancer. I, I'm just, I'm honestly surprised at. He's probably going to have to, like, wash his hands later. Having dance with her. Yeah. I can't believe you did it. What a generous guy. Mm. Dancing someone so below his station. I would by no means suspend any pleasure of yours. And he got, fucking gets out of there? Okay. He's out. So he's just trying to get that dance in. So he does like dancing. And he's just like, look, you're the best woman in all of Netherfield. So. Look at Mr. Mr. Uh, Bennett is like ready to feast. <laughs> Oh, that's probably what he's here for, just for the free food. <laughs> Who told the joke? I don't believe I don't believe they said anything <laughs> that funny. There's no way you can get six people laughing like that. This guy's this chick's a little shit stir. A little shit talker. But Eliza, as a friend. Let me recommend you not to give credit to all his assertions. What? Wickham treated Darcy in an infamous manner. Has he? How? Don't remember the particulars. You don't even know. She's just starting shit. She's just a gossip queen. Yeah, like, but she's even, like, here's the thing. If you're going to be a gossip, like, coming from a true gossip queen, if you're going to be a gossip queen, know your shit, know the details, know facts and names before you go around you know, spreading it. Because then you look like an idiot, like in this case. You look like an idiot. And she's all fucking prejudiced because he's a steward. Look at her. Yeah, your excuse, your pardon. I don't fucking think so, Mrs. Bingley. Get the fuck out of here. Starting shit. And she didn't understand a word that was said. <laughs> just kidding. Jane? <laughs> Jane's just like... Is that wine or juice? I think it's probably just juice. Oh, you sure there's no alcohol in there? Maybe there's no, I don't know. They have to hydrate. They, they never drink. They never drink. Is only men drink? And women didn't drink, maybe? Maybe. Okay. I'll have to look, research that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe they weren't allowed to. Fuck. I'm not the least doubt of Mr. Bingley's sincerity. Of course he would believe his friend, and it does some She's so amazing. She's, like, fucking spewing out these paragraph-long monologues. I know. Shall we not have some music? And with, like, such Wait a second. intensity. Caroline, can we persuade you? Oh, does someone Mary. say they want music? Because you know who's a very talented piano player? 
Miss Bennett, baby. With her nerdy glasses. Bought her own sheet music. Oh, is this when she sings? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. She's trying her best. And I guess back in the day, that was not allowed. What I have to say is it's hard to sing poorly when you know how to sing. So either she's doing a I'm very... I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> she's either doing a very good acting job or she's actually a bad singer. Because it's hard to sing off, off pitch when you know how to sing on pitch. Is she off pitch? I don't know music. I'm... Uh, yeah, I... she's off pitch. Yeah. Okay, she flat or is she sharp? She's flat. She's flat? Okay. So again, I'm not like super musically talented, but can't you just do everything like half step down and then everything's off pitch? There you go. Right, but it's it's just hard playing to, a key that's wrong that you're playing. When you know what it, it should be, it's hard to like do that. It's hard to go off of what you should be doing. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, in any case, uh, she didn't have a music teacher, guys. That's not fair. She doesn't have access to the arts. That's why you have to put more funding into the arts, folks. Fund the arts. I think she's doing the best she can. Um, so what's this fool doing right now? He's, He's doing what people at the parties do to me, which I hate. What? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so what do you know here? And I just fucking walk away. <laughs> or oh, I do this one. My name is William Collins, Mr. Darcy. Look how tall he is compared to him. Yeah. So like, what's the rules? What's the rule? What did he do wrong? You're supposed to introduce yourself first. Right. And he also just brought up Lady DeBerg, which is... Darcy's like rich auntie yeah. so it's kind of just being like oh I heard you're rich it's like very gauche yeah uh, uh so <laughs> yeah. they have a dog howling uh but yeah it's like uh, uh the biggest like uh fucking insult he could do which is like what's your name and then walk away literally as he's saying it, yeah you know What's your name? Mentally noted. I'm not gonna talk to you again. Yeah, what's your name? Boom! I don't even I let you finish your introduction. I'm fucking out of here. You know, super improper. And uh, I don't know. I guess if I was at a party, I I I need that introduction too. I need someone I know walks like, hey, this is my friend, blah blah. Right. Then I'll be like, then I'll talk to you. Right. But if they're just like, oh hey, great party here, I'll be like, what's your name? And then I'll fucking peace out of there. <laughs> How dare, How can I judge you from the corner at this party if you're going to be talking to me? I just went to a party yesterday, actually. Um, it was like a baby shower. Oh, nice. And there was this girl there who was just like it, it talking about her parents' house to be able to sing, and how they're selling it for $15 million. Mm -hmm. And I was just like taken aback by just how like offhanded the wealth was. Mm -hmm. Like just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I, like, I'm really wealthy, right? Like... I was just thrown by it because I was just taught to never, ever talk about sure. finances and yeah. stuff like that. Well, now you know how Mr. people feel around Mr. Collins Mr. and Ms. Bennett. Right. They don't like it. It's comfortable. It is gauche. Look at this girl dunking everybody. It's like, you guys want to hear piano playing? Guys, that's not a record. That's not Spotify. That's a person's fingers mm -hmm. doing all that. That's how good she is. And look at this. She's fucking, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, what's it called? She's calling the show. Like, she's basically calling it. They're going to get married. They fucking, she likes Jane. She's super hot. Yeah. 
assuming she's being presumptuous. So everybody's just, and again, again, I just want to say, this whole episode is just like, oh wow, I guess the Bennets are a bit of a mess. Everybody's yep. in the families. She's a bad piano player. She's talking her mouth off. Um, this girl, the daughters are like playing with the soldiers' swords and everything. Embarrassing themselves. But you know what I'm gonna say? What's that? It's a fucking party. Yeah, you're supposed to. This is to what is supposed to happen at a party. Have fun. Sorry, your party, your party sucked. Let me bring the Bennets in. And make it fun. Yeah. Da- Bingley, you're not doing shit with my daughter, so I'm gonna fucking call the shots and say, hey, guess what? You like my daughter. When they get married, it's me fucking dope. Hey, the soldiers are bored. Fucking play with their swords a little bit. There's no fucking music. My daughter is trying her best. Ding, 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 ding. Slumber. Get in there, you know? Sorry for making your party exciting. That's yeah, all I gotta say. Sorry for uh, trying. Sorry for like livening things up. Yeah. And poor Elizabeth's so like ashamed of her family. She's got a little bit of pride herself. Yeah, she got some pride too. You're right. Or prejudice, really. And prejudice for against her own people. Some self. uh, She's like, oh yeah, these Bennets are so improper and unbecoming. Boom, fucking got him, mom. Yeah, give her, give her taste her own medicine. Why don't you show her a little piece of that Mm -hmm. pride or prejudice? (laughs) Believe me, my dear Mrs. I love this. But your modesty adds to your other perfections. Nice, nice, nice. Did we already miss the thing where he's like, uh, I found that uh, ladies love it when you give them little compliments. Did we already skipped that line? I think we skipped it. Oh, man, I fucking love that. This guy's a real Casanova. He knows his way around the ladies. Uh, they love it when you neg them a little bit, and then you give them a little bit of a compliment. It really makes them uh, seek your favor. And he's like, oh, wow. I'm going to go, Dad. Uh, Dar- uh, Collins. And he calls her modest, and she is not a modest character, I don't think. I think she's just acting modest around him so she can get away from him. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like, huh, I know you're kind of like, you know, shy. It's like, I'm not shy. Just around you, I don't you. This fool's laying out a good argument, guys. Here's my proposal. It really needs to be like an essay with a thesis statement and three supporting arguments. You got to marry me because A, no one else is going to marry you. B, I'm going to get that money. And C, it would make me happy. Yeah. You must marry. Choose properly, she said. And not just, it would make me happy, it would make Lady Catherine de Bourgh happy, this woman we've never met. And you, just but like, you can't, you can't disappoint her, because right. she's better than you. Right. You know? And he's, he How come is, Lady Catherine de Bourgh can own property, but none of these other women can? Because um, she's a lady. Oh, that means... She's like, it's a she title. knighted? No, like her, probably her husband did or something like that. And mm. now she's a widow, but she gets to like... Dude, that's the real play of the game. That's like, that's how you win the game here. Marry a guy with a title, kill him, and that's all you do. Now you're a widow. Ooh, whoops, I'm a widow. To be a widow. Being as I am to inherit all this estate after the death of your father, I could not satisfy myself without resolving to choose a wife from among his daughters. Had a little bit of uh, coercion. I love it. Mm-hmm. Nothing like a little bit of danger in your proposals. Nothing remains. The implication. But to assure you in the most animated language of the violence of my affections. Mr. Collins, please. To fortune, I am perfectly indifferent. I am well aware that... So it's worth noting, 
Elizabeth is the first person getting a proposal. In the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's the second daughter. And she's the second daughter. Um, you are too hasty, sir. But she denies it. Wait a second. Forget that I haven't had no answer. Let me do so now. I... Thank you. Well, that was a slam dunk. <laughs> Wait a second. Why the fuck? He just hit... He had those three good arguments and he got the coercion? Why are you saying no? This makes no sense. He's taking it pretty well. Yeah, he is. I am by no means discouraged, indeed not. I understand that it is usual with young ladies to reject the addresses of the man. Right, 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 right. He's old, like, oh, in, yeah, you're playing hard to In get. the olden days, it was impolite to say yes right away. So you have to deny. Mm-hmm. And if someone says no, you shouldn't believe them the first time. Right. I forgot. Right. That's how it worked back then, guys. Again, different times. I was perfectly serious in my refusal. Wait a second. You could not make me happy, and I am convinced I am the last woman in the world who could make you so. What? My dear Miss Elizabeth, my This is not, I thought this was a rom-com character. Why'd you bring... I know. Why'd you bring sadness to my screen? I did. It's it's so sad. Poor Collins. He's supposed to... She, they're supposed to get married. That's how rom-coms work. They get married. What's going on here? So we have our first proposal, and it ends in a rejection. Not even just a rejection? Uh, a fucking <laughs> uh, blow. Yeah, savage. This is. He's such a ladies' man too. Jeez. She must not be into gay married. I thank you for the honor of your proposals, but to accept them is absolutely. She's really polite though. My feelings forbid it in every respect. Oh, never mind. She's not. No, she's not. She's like, (laughs) I feel... She talks all fancy and uh, Jane Austen like, but that was actually pretty rude. She's like, I I feel like I hate you. And he's not getting it. You're now, you're embarrassing yourself, Mr. Collins. You're such a fine man. You don't deserve this. Will not fail being acceptable. Damn. Rejected. Maybe he's not as big of a catch as he You're thinks he is. Mm. We are all in uproar. You must come and make Lizzie marry Mr. Collins. Oh, this will solve it. Yeah. Make the dad do it. He can force her to marry him. That's how it worked back then. Yep. Technically, and I'm not agreeing with this, he owns her. Right. <laughs> so technically, he can give her to... He should ask... Okay, Collins... You fucked up. You should have asked him for asked permission. The dad. Ask the hand. What are you doing asking her for? <laughs> Stupid. What is he reading? What is in there? I bet you it's just a bunch of like pictures of like dogs <laughs> running around in a circle. What the fuck could he be reading with his tiny little glasses? Now, see, this is where I like Mr. Bennett. Maybe this is where he turns it around. Come here, my child. <laughs> she just tapped her on the butt. <laughs> I, um, I understand Mr. Collins. Why did he marry Mrs. Bennett to begin with? If she's, like, so hysterical. Yes, sir. I think they got married very young. And, uh, I think this, that's uh, told us to us at some point, too. Mm-hmm. That she was, like, because she uh-huh. relates to Lydia. You think she stopped developing at Lydia's age? I think she like. You think she got married at like fifteen and she's just still fifteen at heart? Yeah, 
You don't Is think so? the trials and tribulations of being a mother has matured her? Or I will never see her again. Well, no. <laughs> Whoa. From this day, you must be a stranger to one of your parents. Tell him, tell him, Mr. Bennett. Your mother will never see you again if you do not marry Mr. Collins. And uh, I will never see you again if you do. <gasps> Wait a second. <laughs> he did it again. He, totally he did it again. Me. This motherfucker had to dunk on his own wife Life. in front of his daughter's eyes. This fucking guy. This guy. He could have powwowed with his wife and got on the same page, but he couldn't resist himself from embarrassing his fucking life partner, the mother of his children, yep. this motherfucker. Dunked on her again. Did it again. Gaslit her. People like that? People think that's cute? Fuck that shit. How could you? Oh my God, I love her. Look at what he's doing to her. He's turning her, you know... She's hysterical. Right. He's doing it by... He's instigating it. Instigating it, gaslighting her, fucking uh, uh, pulling her under the rug, not giving her any orgasms. This guy's causing her hysteria. Yeah. Oh, no, don't do that. Look at her. Fucking, what's his lazy? Charlotte? Charlotte Lucas. Uh-oh, Charlotte's getting fucking designs in her eyes. 27 year Look at that spinster. face, though. It's just like... Oh, I know what I need to do. Like, no, I think she's into it. You think? You think she did this out of the goodness of her heart? <laughs> you think this is a favor? Hmm. Maybe. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't think. I think she saw this. Like, it's my only chance to get married. I might as well. I don't think it was like uh, the Bezzy might help. I might as well marry him to make her feel better. Look at how we end this episode. Oh my gosh. And this episode on her. Fucking stressed beyond belief, you know? Oh, well. Oof. The two triangles. Have gotten all muddied. Yeah, what's going on here? We got uh, uh, Mr. Um, uh, uh, Wickham, who like pops up a little bit. I hope we and see then more of him. disappeared. Them. Liked him. Yeah. Liked that uniform. Mm. Uh, liked his backstory. Yeah. And also he, like, shined a light on Darcy, who's a real scourge. He called him out. What did he say? Yeah, he said he... Proud. Uh, we, we've been on the same page. So that guy gets it. Yeah. He's all proud. His sister's proud. He make every round yep. proud. So, yeah. Uh, uh, stand-up dude, but he just disappears. Where'd you go, man? Are you in battle? You better be... You better be... At war. That's the only way we could justify this. I don't think he's at war, though. No. He's well, we know. Okay, stop. Let's, we know. <laughs> <laughs> we know why he's gone. But, like, yeah. Like, anyways, uh, 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 that's going to happen. And then this whole thing with George, uh, uh, or um, what's Mr. Collins' first name? Tom Collins? <laughs> Mr. Collins. William Collins. William Collins. Like, He's, um, he's here out of nowhere, and he's just like, I want to marry your daughters. Let me start at the top. Can I get Jane? No. Can I get Elizabeth? And then we just saw a fucking pie in his face. No. No. Maybe. Who's next in line? Who's the third oldest? Uh, I think Mary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Strike one. Strike two. Third time's the charm, baby. Mary and Collins. But, but he just left in a, in a tizzy. Well, 
I would too. Yeah. I would too if I uh, got rejected like that. Uh, and again, he could not have structured a better proposal argument. You know? Three three essential arguments. Yeah. Three supporting arguments to the overall proposal. Yeah. And then, you know, just to, not the fact that, like, your whole family's lively, you know, was hanging on the balance. Yeah. I thought it was a easy one to go. But in any case, she said no. <laughs> she doth protest That's so too much. much. <laughs> she's out of here. Uh, but uh, I'm a little bit concerned about Charlotte. I'm a little bit concerned about that mm. look she gave. Mm-hmm. Now, you think she's going to, you think she's going to help talk him out of it? Maybe. You think I mean, she's she going to help the She looked very, like... Oh, I got to do what I got to do. Which is what you think? I don't know. Introduce her to Mary? Maybe. Talk, or you think she's going to talk Elizabeth into saying yes? Maybe. Yeah. What are you getting at, Kara? I don't know. You I keep saying she got to do what she's got to do. What gotta, does that mean? We got to wait for the next episode. No, no, no. Let's just, okay, maybe we'll wait. Maybe we'll wait for it. But <laughs> you think that? I think Charlotte's up to her own design. I think when you're 27 and, you know, the Tinder matches stop coming in <laughs> and the boys at the ball stop asking you to dance. I think you see an eligible bachelor. Swipe right what was the, the opening sentence? Like it's, it's a uh, truth universally it's acknowledged. A truth, it's a universal truth that any guy that's got property is going to get married. And I think she, she knows the game. Mm-hmm. She's been playing it for 27 years. She knows what's up. I think she's going to get in there and fucking steal cons from Mary. Ooh. Ugh, it just makes my blood boil. There's that only one way to find out. Everybody was kind of trying to screw over Mary. Poor Mary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any other closing thoughts about episode two? So much has happened. So much has happened. So much is like everything we thought from episode one has been ruined in episode two. Episode one, yeah. Laid out the chess pieces, laid out the chess board. You know the players, you know the relationships. Episode two, you know what I didn't get any of? What's that? I didn't get enough Jane and Bingley. That's true. What's going on there? Other than the fact that they're supposedly getting married? Oh, well, that's what the mom said. I didn't that's what he- mom. But remember, we talked about this, guys. That's what the capital guy said. What comes, yeah, yeah, everybody's talking about how they're mm-hmm. getting married. But we talked about this, guys. Nothing happens until he talks to her dad. Mm-hmm. That's how things worked back then. So it doesn't seem like... Uh, seems like they're getting closer to, you know, fucking <laughs> in a broom closet before they yeah. actually get married. I'm a little bit concerned here. I'm concerned for our young Jane. What if Bingley's not as honorable as we think he is? He uses that agreeableness just to... That would be very, very conniving on his part. Yeah. Yeah. But he's friends with Darcy, who is, uh, as we know... He's a scourge. Sc- yeah, terrible guy. So I'm a little bit... I'm, I'm kind of peeling back on Jane and Bingley now. Ooh. I'm like... You're not shipping them anymore. A little, just a little less. Maybe just a little less, because I'm just like, if this guy's not like talking to your dad, what's he doing? What's he waiting for? What's the what's the holdup? Hmm. What's what's going on in your your simple little head, Charles? <laughs> what's what designs do you have going in there? We know your sister. Ooh, she is. She's got, she's sharp. Yeah. She's like Emma. Yeah. She knows what's going on. And you, you own the land. Like you know, you're the, you're you're the guy with all the money. And you're out here thinking nothing? I find that hard to believe. I find it hard he's got nothing going on. I think he's trying to ruin young Jane. What else is he doing out here? I, I'm glad he's not even going to buy a house in, in uh, Pembridgely. Pembridge. Netherfield? Netherfield. Well, Netherfield's the name of his estate. Yeah. I don't think he's going to... Did he already buy it? 
Or was he just yeah. shopping? Oh, he already bought it. Yeah. I thought he was shopping. Yeah. He already bought it? But, he already, but it's a matter of how much time he spends there, right? Like Mrs. Bennett said, she was like, oh, you, I bet you want to spend all your days here now. Oh. But he could go back to London. This could be a summer house. Yep. Summer fling. Mm-hmm. Summer Jane. And then it's the summer of Jane. Summer of Jane. And, and then peace. fall of uh, some real, real city girls. Mm-hmm. Some girls that we... The I girls just who knows what's up. <laughs> I, just, I said city girls and I winked. But... <laughs> Like Karis gets that, but you need to get that. I'm winking. Uh, 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 some 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 city girls, some actually proper, you know, blue blooded some some yes. Darcy girls. Bingley and Mrs. Dar- and younger sister Darcy. Why don't they just marry each other's sisters? Ooh. Then they could be bro bros. They could really be bros. They could be bros, yeah, because they like each other. Right. Oh shit. It's very incestuous, though. Again, yeah. even if it's not actually well, incest. It feels like But his sister's good enough, you know, like because we know he likes the Bingleys and we know the Bingleys like the Darcy's, so. It's true. Oh, boy. And no one's good enough for Mr. Darcy, but also Mr. Darcy thinks no one's good enough for Mr. Bingley. Yeah, except his sister. So I think that's the, guys, I think it's inevitability. We got to find out. I don't know. I'm a little bit, I can't wait for episode three now. I really got to figure out what's going on. Uh, All right, so uh, uh, that's going to do it. We're going to do these two episodes at a time. So, uh, next episode, we'll be covering episodes three and four. Hopefully, we figure out more what's going on here. I think I feel like we're missing some players. Mm-hmm. I got to find out what's going on with uh, the Charlotte lady. I got to find out what's going on with uh, uh, younger sister Darcy. I personally want to meet this lady, Catherine DeBerg. I got to find out yeah, what's going on with the cat. She seems like they keep talking about her. Yeah. She seems like she might be the center of all this. So, uh, that might be coming out episode three. Can't wait to watch that with you. Um, I guess, I don't know, maybe we'll do this in all three, since you're going to, Kara will be joining us for uh, the rest of the um, episodes, but Kara, anything you want to leave us with? Any plugs or anything like that? Anything you want to bring Um, up? No, I've I've got nothing going on right now. All right, well, you got got two more episodes to think about it. Yes, okay. All right, great. Well, uh, anything else you wanted to uh, end with? Um, Watch out. Mr. Bingley. Okay. Might be who we don't think he is. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was a warning. <laughs> it's like, watch out, I'm gonna buy <laughs> a bomb. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, great. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna you continue to watch. We'll continue to watch, and then we'll report back uh, next episode with our findings of Pride and Prejudice. Take care. Have a great time, and uh, don't be too prideful and don't be too much prejudiceful. <laughs> All right, bye everyone.